We go live to 8-Bit Matt Polly. <laughs> you look like the porn we used to watch in high school. Hello, hello, <laughs> and welcome to the Inglorious Passage podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and it's corn with big lumps with knobs. I, I think it has I the can, juice. I think I can see a nipple. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's corn. I can tell you all about it. I mean, look at this thing. When I tried it with butter, everything changed. That song was really fun for about a day. <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger. With me, our old gun glue himself, Brad Pollard. Hey, what's going on? Derps Poonaloo himself, Matt Pollard. Can we talk hey. about the parents exploiting Together, that kid on Cameo now? we are <laughs> the Inglorious Bastards. Man, he can make all the no, money. No, that's gross. That's fucking yeah, gross. Who cares? Oh, God. I hope he gets the money. Let him. Yeah, you think he's going to get the money? I, I highly doubt it. I mean, he's on Chipotle, too. Chipotle. He was on the Chipotle <laughs> fucking... I'm sure he's getting money. I'm sure his parents. He's are got some nice money. transformers out of the deal. He'll be fine. <laughs> he, he's set for life, man. <laughs> no, he's it, not. No, he's it, not anywhere set be, for life than the fucking Walmart yodeling kid about three years ago. Remember him? Of course you fucking don't. Oh yeah, I do remember <laughs> that guy, and he probably has a record deal. No, somewhere. he's gone. No. Okay. I'm sure he's out there somewhere raking it in still. Well, yeah, probably a Trump rally. Yodely. <laughs> He's probably the side. He's he Trump's is. opener in Texas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not even kidding. I've asked at least four people in real life, strangers, if they do that song. Jesus Christ! What is it with you? I don't know. I, you're your fixations, dude. I've got I did stuck too. In my head. Like it just for three days. It's the only videos you sent me. You have it's that the only song videos I saw. <laughs> it's the only videos that were. My, I was sucked into corn talk. It was the only thing. And if you don't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, get on TikTok. (laughs) Put in corn talk, hashtag corn talk, and just go nuts. Your life will change forever. No, it won't. It it will. No, it definitely won't. No, it will. (laughs) Okay. I'll never forget that song. It's like Double Rainbow. It's the same guys who did Double Rainbow. Double rainbow all the way yeah, across. See, yeah, those you still guys know. are forgotten about too. No, it's the same guy. <laughs> you can't forget about him. Oh, they keep coming back. Who lost you? Who stole your one? No, but I'm just fascinated. I actually was talking to Mandy about this the other day because, of course, we were singing that song too. We were singing that song too because it's just like it's fucking calling. every third video I've had for the last week. It's got the juice, and I'm I'm endlessly fascinated by tiktok now because to see things how quickly now they enter the zeitgeist and leave mm-hmm. yeah you're talking three days on mm-hmm. most stuff three yeah. days tops and then it's something else mm-hmm. it's yeah. crazy and it'll be and and you'll see uh, old stuff pop up intermittently just like old yes. references yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it's it's gone, gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's crazy all right well well it was lizzo for like all summer and then you don't hardly minute, hear that song at all anymore thank god i mean it's but it's what i'm saying it's like it's a good song i like the song it's a great oh. album actually but uh yeah i yeah i got you just get tired of it i mean it's like every yeah. second yeah. video it's like all right and it's always like it's it, they're all different versions but you just gotta go in hard man you just gotta michael it, i know that's that's wild. just your mantra man fuck on it everything. Wild, man i will but, say the uh what do you mean my mantra it is dude you do <laughs> that let, let, okay for, for 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 small things but the poly mantra and it is it is <laughs> d- known Anything worth doing is worth doing 100%, in excess. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. don't give me shit for something that <laughs> all you I'm saying do. is welcome you, to the family. You, you <laughs> That's all I'm saying. May not like the shit that I go hard on. 
<laughs> but you go hard on shit too. I don't want to hear it. Stop, Are we being, gonna, stop being prescriptive. No, okay, let's let's all pause and let's do some Wim Hof together. <laughs> you motherfucker. I actually do still take cold showers, so go fuck yourself. So do I when I'm jerking off. Nope. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I actually take a cold shower. This oh I I started hot and then I went cold. It was great. It's my favorite. Hot and cold. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. Like the last two or three minutes is all cold. It's great. All right. Well we should <clears throat> we should go to the next segment. Hey. hey Speaking of Matt, how's your tea hey, drinking going? Hey, I've been a little warm for it. <laughs> I have a couple. I, I have a couple. It's a times. bad time to start. I mean, yeah, actually, it actually, actually, it's probably just the right time to have everything ready. Yeah. We're getting ready to in peak tea season. Yep. I had a iced chai today. I did too. I got one for you. Oh, I love Starbucks. Yeah. I got a dirty chai. I always get dirty chai. Ooh, pumpkin chai. It's out. I didn't DSL, do that. Yeah. I, you know, it was funny. Like, it was in that store. <laughs> Today was pumpkin spice launch day or whatever. Oh, my and God. I was in Springfield, Illinois. I looked at one of the baristas. I go, you sick of PSLs yet? She's like, oh, my God. I can't believe it's only the first day. <laughs> so yeah. that is all we've been making all day long. All... And so when she asked me if I wanted a free drink, I didn't have the like heart to mm-hmm. order anything with pumpkin in it. No. I just couldn't do it. No. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Dirty chai, please. I was. I worked in several... Uh, Starbucks affiliated stores, so like not main Starbucks. First time I was in, nothing about pumpkin spice. Didn't know a goddamn thing. Had no no signs. <laughs> Welcome to a licensed store. Nothing to change. Licensed stores are like the wild west of Starbucks, man. It's like how's it going? Goddamn. Well, I'm feeling pretty good. This is like I, I just hit a full month. Today. My favorite. At- <laughs> like, and you're here on PSL day. My. F- <laughs> My favorite at licensed stores, buy which, yourself. by the way, licensed Starbucks stores are like in grocery stores and that Targets. kind of stuff. Yeah, Targets. And they're all just n- never order from these places. Take this from guys that work on this equipment all the time. Do not mm-hmm. order at a Kroger or a Starbucks or a Target or what. Just don't. But it's like the Wild West because like half the time, well, yesterday I was in one, and the, the two ladies that were working... I get there and I'm working on the machine and they just fucking left. Just gone. They got oh, yeah. customers walking up looking at me and I'm like, I don't work here, man. Like, I don't know what to tell. I don't know where they went. So, t- t- in the last. <laughs> it's just like, it's unbelievable. In the last store, I'm not going to say what city it is because I don't want to <laughs> indict the person, but I swear to God, this person was on the I don't think anybody's from Plymouth is listening. <laughs> it wasn't that one. Oh, it was Warsaw. Uh, God damn it, Brad. Keep it in your pants. Uh, they were on meth. There's no doubt in my mind this person was on meth. They 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 moved my bag, which is like number one, go fuck yourself. Don't touch my shit. Highly efficient. Five times. <laughs> Make five times move my bags. Dude, and, that and, and went, then, oh my God. I would then, be furious. But but it wasn't like I moved it back and then they moved again. They moved it out of their own way five times. Out of their own way. I would have been furious. And then, and, Don't touch my shit. And, man. and then I well, I finally was like, All right, you need to quit touching my shit. Well, touching my tools on the counter, like all right, you need to not touch my stuff. I finally just said to her, and she was like, "She was gonna steal them and go sell." Dude, them. I swear, <laughs> get some more, some more rock. She was talking like crazy. She said, "Man, this machine's been so good to me. We just, <laughs> we just, I mean, bless. I've been blessed, man. Been real blessed lately." Oh, was she and, on meth or was she an evangelical Christian? She was the evangelicals <laughs> for meth, like Jews for Jesus, evangelicals well, for meth. I don't think it's like Jews for Jesus. No. no. Just, well, just I will like say evangelicals Jesus. for meth 
<laughs> might do less damage than Jews for Jesus. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but my God, it was it was unreal. It was the most chaotic, and it was just one person just hovering around me like a little <laughs> fucking gnat. Just I can't believe I I've she she snapped at a customer <laughs> oh, at a customer because she had told. 10 customers before them that they couldn't do espresso drinks. She snapped on the 10th one. The 10th one didn't have any fucking idea that they were out of espresso. How the fuck were they Put supposed to Put out a sign, know? you numpties. Not to mention, like, <laughs> oh, here's what, I mean, here's the thing. Customers have no idea what's in their drinks. Yeah. I can't tell you they how many no times idea. that the solo go, I'm sorry, our espresso machine's down. We can't make anything with espresso. Oh, I'll just have a latte. No, you fucking won't because that has espresso in it. Well, how about, oh, how, how how about, about a macchiato? Caramel macchiato. Nope. nope. How about a white mocha? You absolutely all right, all right, dipshit. How about iced white mocha? <laughs> That's seriously the conversation. Know, it is. Dude, a girl got six drinks deep before she was like, all right, stop. Let me just tell you what you can have. Oh, you can have no, no, no. I, I, I take that back. The, 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 the barista did not stop her because she was on fucking mess. I stopped her <laughs> as the tech, and I'm like, so I'm just going to You can. I'm just going to speed things along here. You can either have a tea on this menu board or a frappuccino. You can't have anything on the espresso board. I'm not even kidding, guys. I've never had to get that involved oh since I was a fucking manager that at a store. That is so funny. God. You cannot. Uh, it, was, it was unreal, guys. <laughs> we see some shit in this job, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I've seen it now, all. I've yeah. seen a lot of people on drugs in other <laughs> avenues of work that we do, like in gas stations and stuff. Oh, dude. <laughs> Like, God, I was at a gas station in Warsaw yesterday, boy. It was really something. I've seen some Jesus. just blatant, like, <laughs> racism, sexism. Yes, 100%. I, saw, I saw women helping men leer at other women <laughs> in gas stations, like, by, by going and getting the manager and telling the manager. God, to speaking look at of the Wild cameras. West, holy fuck. It, gas station yeah. work is a whole other animal. <laughs> yeah, man, it is something else. <laughs> God, God bless the few and the proud, man. Fuck me. Holy cow. They're our last line of defense, guys. <laughs> Everything else goes. <laughs> Them and Waffle House workers. Yep. <clears throat> Somebody's got to fill up the gas t- the gas cans. <laughs> and, uh... Logan Paul with Tamagotchi. Matt looks great. <laughs> <laughs> He's about ready to die anyway, man. If you don't, if you don't clean his poop. <laughs> Give him a bath. I got Erevis a Tamagotchi. Really exactly what you meant. I got Erevis. Tamagotchi, you had to clean up and shit or it died. Like if you didn't feed yeah. it or like. Yeah. Oh, the little electronic. Yeah, I killed, yeah one of my, I killed one of my friends' Tamagotchis in high school. Erevis got I just a, kept feeding it until it like fucking died. Erevis got a Tamagotchi and it died while she was in school. Well, we got a new, new Tamagotchi started for you, bud. Um, oh. Hey, so what, what are we drinking? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Josh Malkovich, Mr. Jish, Mr. Jish, uh, Mr. Casey sent uh, a little Jish? crowler of or no howler of the Oktoberfest from Switchyard. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, they have a great Oktoberfest. Really I'm all in on Oktoberfest beers now. Yeah, like as long, I'm keeping one of those and then like a six pack of something a little lighter just yeah. when I get tired of yeah the malt yeah. But uh, it's I'm good having, that whatever uh, that is. Yeah, it's, it's good. the Oktoberfest. Uh, I'm having uh, Warsteiner Dunkel from Germany. It's great. Uh, and then Maker's Mark Private Selection. It's like one of their special stave 
Yeah. They put different fucking staves in. It makes it yeah. taste different. Stave Saker. Yeah. yeah. It's a good band. I like them. Yeah. I still listen to them. Every once in a while, I will. I'll break I out. I I'll really break do. out Friction. That album is the shit. Mm-hmm. I'll break that yep. one out every once in a while. Yep. Although it's just pure fucking Calvinism. Oh, it's, <laughs> the, the lyrics, lyrics are shit. Fucking terrible. If it came out of Tooth and Nail, it was just trash. It was, it was trash. Mark Driscoll Calvinist oh. bullshit. God. This is, the, this is the point in time where I tell you guys my brother was signed to Tooth and Nail for a short time. <laughs> was he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. he was on Forefront. Yeah, well, they were. The last two records were on. Uh, Everybody was, though. Yeah. Like, it was either Forefront or Tooth and Nail. That was like yeah. the only two that and anybody B- gave a shit BEC, about. BEC, which was like. Oh, ska, that's. Well, which BEC was, which, was an offshoot of Tooth and Nail. Yep. So, and then uh, Goatee Records, which was oh, Toby Max right. record company. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. In them were the days. Oh, those were the days. Take me back, said no one ever. <laughs> Take me back. I saw that dude with the, the skillet tattoo with the drum set. God, it's so bad. Worst fucking it's tattoo so ever. so bad. You know that guy's an atheist now, right? <laughs> That's what I said. He's, he's I said that be. is going to be the funniest uh-huh. tattoo in history when he becomes an atheist. Yeah. It was like a drum set and a shitload of terrible skillet lyrics like the scattered yeah, about but, yeah, but yeah. it was like so it was like off center and, and off center it's, and the, the, it's drum- the no regret regrets tattoo it's that's so, what it was man. it's so evangelical bad. no regrets <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so um yeah i'm drinking whatever dish scent and yep. uh <laughs> i got a six foot strawberry blonde yeah. i'm gonna slurp down later <laughs> God, God. no, you're not. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Put how, it in my how mouth. Do you, how, do you, how do you make drinking beer, beer filthy? Like I just, he's just such a he's such a talent. <laughs> it is a six foot strawberry blonde. So I mean, it makes it easy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's my other dog now. Is God, there, I'm there... gonna murder your dogs. I swear to God, is I've had enough. I have fucking beer? had enough. <laughs> All right. Um, anybody got Get your any, brat out of here. these mongrels out of this house? You're listening to uh, Look on the Bright Side, Mr. Brightside himself. Chong. Chong. What's Chong's last name? No, it is his last name, you dumbass. Tommy Chong. Yeah, I forgot. I learned that on uh, The Masked Singer. Was he on Tommy Chong was on the mask? No, I think Cheech was. That's Cheech Marin. That's the other guy. No, Tommy. Yeah, it was Tommy Chong. <laughs> Tommy Chong was on the mask singer. They're uh, they have a great TikTok. Yeah, they do. They're still friends. Yeah, they're still friends. They hang out all the time and smoke dope. Like it's yeah. freaking great. And make make amazing TikTok. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what do you got? Um, I am going on vacation next week to South Carolina to a lake. Okay. That's your bright side for this week. With my family. <laughs> that's your that that's is, your bright side for it. Way to live in the moment, buddy. So, the bright so, side, so buddy. no episode next week. We will be back. The uh, let's just week. replace him. Can we come in and? Re- I don't care. Caleb, we have up. a we have a house sitter. So who's oh, who? who's your house sitter? Uh, Caleb. Oh, <laughs> so we just show up and start recording a podcast. Does he, he want to freak? Does out? he want to co-host? <laughs> we should have him. He probably would. <laughs> there might be an episode next week. We'll see. Uh, sure. <laughs> That's whatever. You just need to let me know. Well, I know the garage code. I can Why break not? into your house. It's <laughs> pretty simple. Sixty nine, sixty nine, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I have a key somewhere. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, no, that's 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 the only thing keeping me alive at this point. <laughs> What's your bright side? I'm leaving next week. Uh, 
I only have like I only have a couple days of work over the next couple weeks. The way it kind of works out with my days, so praise God. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> yeah. From whom all blessings flow. Yeah. Anyway. You guys do the hipster version of that. I always played a guitar, played that on guitar. Um, the Chris the Tomlin hipster, hipster, yeah, or the oh, David yeah. Crowder. No, oh, we played was... the Crowder version. A yeah, lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember when David Crowder wasn't a massive piece of shit? Yeah, <laughs> those were the days. Boy, when they when they split or whatever. Jesus, he went full Ted Nugent. He's a fucking wackadoodle. <laughs> he man. lost all accountability. God, he, he lost his just, D group. He's nuts. Well, and the the other band lost talent. So Jesus. What a mess. He went and sucked Louis Giggly as a <laughs> dick. Boy, that is, boy, that went is all in on that, that one. Direct. <laughs> Michael just went all in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael, what do you have? What what are you you're skipping? You're doing everything out of Does order. Does it really fucking first. matter? I'm not ready. I'm not prepared for this. All right. Uh did we I don't think I we see we didn't have one last week. So did I talk about going to see Jack White? No. Or did I? Yeah, I think I did. Because I, I was talking did. I did because I was talking about how it was like a no No. Did I? No, because last time we recorded you were gonna do Jack White the night before you invited Matt and then you uninvited. Oh, that's him right. Yeah. Oh, so day. that concert was phenomenal. He Jack White is yeah. a fucking rock star, man. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I was expecting like a good concert. I was that he blew us away. Yeah. Mandy and I went and it was just God it, it was no phones so like you went into the gate and they put your phone in this locked mm-hmm. sleeve and only they can open it oh that's great but you gotta keep your the sleeve yeah yeah that's like you, so you just carry it around but you can't get to your phone really weird yeah like but admittedly made the show better mm-hmm. that's awesome it was like I think the part I didn't like was like beforehand when you're just kind of we're Dicking sitting there around. for an hour and a half you know what I mean yeah. like waiting on the show yeah. to start so, but anyway, it was, uh, it was really, really good. Uh, and then, um, I had a good day today and I haven't had a lot of those recently. Good. I've been like, since I started therapy again, I'm like an open wound again. Mm-hmm. So like shit's not been great. <laughs> so, uh, today was just, I sent Mandy a message this morning. I texted her and I said, I, I touched a little bit of peace today. And I said, I'm just telling you that because I, so you can remind me on the bad days that this is a thing that has happened. Because yeah. when I'm really down and really depressed, I mean, I'll just I'll just say like I've I haven't had joy, no happiness, no peace mm-hmm. forever, you know, for a long forever. Time. Yeah, and like it feels that way. Everything's so I've the worst. Told her I was like, I want you to remind me of today because I had a really good day today. Yeah. Like me and Rami D hung out a bunch. Like <laughs> listened to a shitload of Ram Dass today. Um, the, with uh, East Forest or just no, separate? just just his I, his po- the Ramdas podcast um, uh, is great. Like they'll, so, they just like play old lectures of his mm-hmm. <clears throat> or Q and As or radio shows he was on, <clears throat> and they're generally you know forty minutes to an hour, and just like I just listened to him almost the entire day today. I drove like seven hours today or more, and it was just good. Yeah. Like I, I thought about stuff. I like my head felt clear for the first time in a long time. It, it was just, yeah, it was just, it was a good day and I just needed a good day. Yeah. And I know I have, I, I'm not, I'm trying to stay away from like using words like turning point. Yeah, uh, right. what, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. starting to learn I'm that like, healed. I'm starting to learn that that's actually 
that actually hurts me more because it makes me feel like there's a linear path and there just isn't. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, yeah. and I guess I started therapy again. Good. So that's another bright Praise side, Allah. although I'm not, not enjoying it. Tell, yeah. your, tell your therapist I missed her. <laughs> she was, uh, she was like, do you still want to do EMDR? And I said, I swear to God, I said, Taylor, if you <laughs> told me that the way to help me was to put electrodes on my temples and shock the shit out of me for half an hour, I would do it at this point. Like whatever, whatever you think, I defer to you, whatever you think is going to get me out of this fucking muck, I'll do it. So I think that's coming down the pike at some point. So noise. But yeah, it was. It's been good. I, I had I had a good day. So nice. What do you got, buddy? Oh, I kind of. I I did think of one. Sorry, that isn't in the future. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Beth and I saw <laughs> Beth and I saw Taylor Tomlinson uh, on yeah. Friday. Oh, I jogged your memory, Saint Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought of it before that, but that's pretty funny. Comedy too. She's hilarious. Did yeah. you talk about Brad in the set? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, it, man, it was hilarious. The Comedy Attic's just a great venue. If you've never I've never there. been there. I need uh, to go. So good. Um, Consistently rated a top ten comedy uh, club, in the, club in the in the country. Yeah, every year. Nice. And you go in, and it's just this nondescript upstairs. Yeah, yeah I, I know where it's at. Like I it's kind of been. a shithole. She came, like it's like, just she came out and she's like, so it really is an attic. Yeah, like <laughs> it looks like it's a comics. Attic. Comics love this place. Yeah. Like big, they get big comics, and it's not a very mm. big place. So. That's awesome. Yeah, because anyway. I mean, she's playing Clues Memorial Hall in Indy in December, yeah. which holds it's huge. Two thousand. Yeah, I've people. been there. I mean, it's yeah. massive. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was that was fun. We yeah. had a good time. We had dinner at Social Cantina. I went and bought some edibles. It was great. <laughs> Fake edibles. They were edibles. Edibles. They, they do. They do just fine. Again, what was the flight number you're on right now? I'm coming down. We're coming out of orbit. Like 737? Or yeah, I'm on a 737. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, mine is, I went to Hoosier Fan Fest, so it was a lot of fun. So it's like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, like thing. it's like Hoosier Hysteria, but, um, but not. not. <clears throat> yeah, same same stuff, just earlier. Just celebrating another 500 season. Yep. <laughs> yeah, another... <laughs> Another mediocre year. Another completely disappointing year. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. All of my sports teams are trash. Yeah. <laughs> An article by Brad Pauly. I'm used to dis- <laughs> I'm used to disappointment. Um yeah, but it was it was fun. I mean, I've gone every year to the Hoosier Hysteria for 22, 23 years at this point. 20, I don't know, 20 yeah. around 20, over yeah. 20 years. Um and it's been it's been awesome. So this is a different setup. Um it's through NIL, so like the players get money. So the the posters they normally give away for free, they sold for thirteen dollars. Jesus yeah. Christ! So I mean, but it, it, I mean, they get a, yeah. a big chunk of that. So, um, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's about to get swanky in Bloomington. Yeah, the uh, the kids, Sarah and the kids went. Um, my brother and my niece went as well. It was just a good time. Cool. And then uh, Erevis is into She Hulk. <laughs> nice. That's the right side. Like uh, almost every night, she asks me be some kind of a She-Hulk to get into this. Thing. Yeah, almost every night she asks me if if there's a new episode. Is that a Tobias reference. Yeah. yeah. So, like She-Hulk, <laughs> likes Groot. We watched all the I Am Groot mini uh, short films. Nice. It was great. So, yep. so not only does Michael have time to do all the things that he does, he has time to do things with his children also. I don't know how uh, you do it, man. It's it's incredible. 
Yeah. Because you watch all the listen to and greet. I mean, Honest to God, time turner. Shit. It has to be a time turner. I don't it, know where you find the time. It, it, I really don't. Brad and I talk about when, when you're not yeah. around. It is utterly fascinating to me yeah. how you consume that much media. And, and sort of take it in like yeah, yeah like you so go much. in like you don't you just like you don't just watch something you like dive in yeah. and like yeah. and like listen to podcasts about it. oh it's yeah like, how the fuck do you have time know, there was know. a time where like almost every show that i watched i also watched a, i also listened to a corresponding podcast God. so like big brother um so there is a there's a show it's on three times a week i listen to a daily podcast about it wow. that is 45 minutes to an hour long wow man just recapping the live feeds from the previous day. I will say, I will say, I do want to compliment you. The the post in the cantina, somebody said something. It was about Ryan Johnson. I oh think. yeah, yeah. And your your little long post or whatever oh, to something that Greg asked. Yeah, dude, I, that was like a master's degree in fucking. You ever Star seen Wars, that? You ever seen that Parks and Rec like episode his, where Patton Oswalt <laughs> yeah. just does that ad libbed Star Wars and then thing? It came true and for like five minutes straight minutes or yeah, something. Yeah. Like it was yeah. all ad libbed. Yeah, and, and then it, it actually is how bu- the book of Boba Fett starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, it's yeah. I have I have a lot of thoughts about Star Wars. So I, it was just it was impressive because it was laid out in a like a logical. <laughs> like thesis like here's the thesis here's what's here's how you can make a good star wars <laughs> in terms of how you get a creative team to make it was it, it was just it was fucking impressive man yeah. so <sighs> all right well what are we doing now uh i guess we can do music time how about that yeah how about that how, how about these nuts <laughs> there's nothing more three white guys like more than two philosophize about why they're right about the things they like from pizza terror to ambient noise here's raps and really going to pizza terror three right? white boys think you should know. Should take about a half an hour <laughs> So if that stuff comes on the car and you tell me you don't sing to it, you're a fucking Most liar. people have a top five on Spotify. He's got a top two. <laughs> you know, nobody Peter Frampton. Like <laughs> 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 All right, it's music time. Uh, music time. Matt, do you have any music songs you want to I didn't even know we were starting. Hey, we're going to start, we're gonna start this Christ. podcast. You just fucking <laughs> leapt right in. We're, we're, we're going. We're going, dude. Apparently Michael has shit to do tonight. I got, <laughs> I got shit to do, guys. Let's... <laughs> Somebody named Ingrid Andrus. Is that Brandon's brother? <laughs> no, I don't think Ingrid's a boy's name. New there, popular, popular release. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Uh, first Rodeo is the band. The album is First Rodeo. Wait, why is there an asshole on your computer? What? Is it got a little star? It's like a clinched asshole. I know it. Oh, the that, it's it's Vonnegut. It's a Vonnegut quote. Oh. It does look a little bit like a butthole, though. It's a clinched asshole. It does a little bit. Little. <laughs> I got. I got. I brown little b- rusty balloon knot. Yeah. I got to look at a clinched asshole now. For the next, <laughs> however many of these podcasts we're doing. <laughs> You've already been doing it for well, six fairness, years. That's only about three like more weeks, buddy. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, the band is first ready. This is an alt country outfit. Uh, the song is called So Much for Taking It Easy.
my computer's super quiet, but uh, I'll just keep turning it up <laughs> while Michael's over there dicking around with whatever. I turned it up. Yours is usually loud. I'm just waiting for it to start blaring. Simple. Yeah. Sounds Strip like down. Frank Guy and David Bazan had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad thing. It's I, I like both those. How many? How many? Is it, how much of this do I get? Yeah. So that's first rodeo. Just really nice, mellow, alt-country stuff. It's just like two guys. So I kind of like the strip down. my bike with my safety helmet on. What the fuck are you Jesus Christ. You got anything? Yeah, I do. Spaceballs the t-shirt? Yep. That's offensive to me. <laughs> fuck you. Mel Brooks is a god. <laughs> So is Mike Myers, and you can go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> well, let's back up on that. He's had a few missteps. Well, okay, fair. I mean, I mean, Love Guru is just fucking terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's unwatchable. It is. What has he done since Austin nothing. Powers? I mean, two. really nothing. Yeah. Well, Austin Powers three was the best of the three. Come on, dude, Gold I, Member. I, I don't even. That is it. still some of the one I don't of the even hardest. Know if I ever saw the third one. That is almost the hardest I've ever laughed in the theater when yeah. he gets hit in the balls with that moon. <laughs> No way! <laughs> Pass. Would not smash. <laughs> that when he, when he rolls up in the the the, the wheelchair thing. <laughs> yeah, about, no. <laughs> Wheels all the way across the room with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matt, what do you what what do I need to look up for you? Because your com- computer's a sack of shit. Here we go. Uh, Early James is the artist. Uh, Strange time to be alive is the album. Racing to a red light. Is the song. Right. Let me guess, rap. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, are you plugged into eight or seven? <laughs> seven? I did have you muted, so go ahead and restart it. Hold on, wait. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you don't play. I'll tell you when to play. I'm going to get your levels up. Okay. Right now, play and go. Yeah, right. In. Watch it lock up now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Holy shit, it's oh. totally locked up. My legs are wide open. With legs wide open. <laughs> there we go. Under the sound. Ooh. I <laughs> to agree to disagree on that. <laughs> I don't believe you. I do not believe you. How is it hotter in here than it is outside? It shouldn't be. I mean, it should be about 70. Yeah, I know it shouldn't be. However. Oh, Lord, I think I just might be betting on a throne Hey, you send this to me? I like it. Between a man and a man Beth, Beth said, that reminds me of Steve Dunn. Just yeah, I heard that too. Oh, yeah. I was gonna make a joke, but then I won't. I was busy every Sunday. Anyway, that's yeah, early James. Then I wouldn't feel some I like that a lot. Yeah. Feeling good, yeah, sort of scroll back up for the eight hundred fucking memes you sent me since you sent me that album. <laughs> there we go. Um, Christ. 
It is just all day long. <laughs> Let's do. Uh, oh, I did promise. Would you, would you rather that or just be going? I'm gonna kill myself. I made some promises. I mean, that's pretty much me again. So I made some promises about songs I play this week. So here's one. Promises to who, Michael? You. Oh no, he's got the face. They told me. I fucking hate this song so much. I hate this song so much. A newborn king to see. Burl Ives or get the fuck out. Our finest gifts. God damn, what are you doing? We gotta get to the next part right here. What? what next right, here, right here. To lay before here. the king. Ooh. Yeah, that's the shit right there. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm really gonna play a different one. So games we play, get a job. Why, why did you play that? Because I told you I was gonna play a fucking Christmas. But you song couldn't have played like good you Christmas. Guys, well, I'm gonna drink Oktoberfest in fucking August. Who cares? Who I, fucking I cares? Know. I enjoy. I it. can play Christmas exactly. Songs just in play August. a just play a better Christmas song. <laughs> okay. That's all. I have. All right. This is uh, get get a job by Games We Play. Uh, maybe no, it's not. Here, don't wait. Get a fucking job. I don't want to be like you. I want to sing my song. Keep it going all night long. Like a water bottle, like so spritz myself off. <laughs> Misting fan. Tried a couple times, can't keep a nine to five. My girlfriend's parents hate my guts, they think I can't provide. Showed up to Christmas night, wearing a clip on tie. My friends all go to work, and I can't keep a plan alive. Everybody's thinking that I'll never make it yeah, far yeah. with an eighth grade education. And Get a fucking job. <laughs> so, yeah, you. Freeloading loan is coming back, and I'm all for it. Loan queens, yeah. So I'm, I'm all for the pop punk resurgence. Hey, Beth's home. Who's, it's, are we back to Brad? Brad? Oh, are you back to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. We're uh, doing everything out of order, so it's weird. Okay, well, are you ready, Matt? Hold on, I got I, I got something for this. You ever heard of early James? <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, late, later, James? Matt, you sent me this one. Marcus King. You. Sorry, a couple years ago, uh, he <laughs> Matt, put out a really... This is why you can't send him stuff to half know, play on the He put out a really good album a couple years ago that it was really, really enjoyable. Uh, this one's good, too. It's He's kind of... He's listed as alternative, but it's more like... Blues meat. It's uh, There's like Johnny Lang, yeah. and there's also like some... I don't... Country's not the right word. I don't know. Anyway, just yeah. listen to him. Marcus King. It's like B.B. King and Stevie Ray Vaughan had a baby. <laughs> kind of like to see this guy live. Be a fun show. I bet it would be. 
Because he played a place like the Bluebird, probably, like a smaller... Just a solid blues album, man. Yeah, good stuff, man. Thanks for that album. <clears throat> yeah, no problem. It's fine. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was like, I'm going to play this, and I guarantee he's going to want to play one of them. It's, it's fine. It's happened before. Track two. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Ruben sent this uh, jazz album. Ms. Yahood. Yeah. Theo Croker. Uh, <laughs> Didn't touch her. <laughs> wow. Croker. Just lobbing him right up like that. Huh? <laughs> I mean, um, the album is Love Quantum. The song is Jay. What are you laughing at? It was in my head he pretty funny. Joke. He had a joke cooking. <laughs> there. It just kind of fizzled out and fell. I once uh, tried to cook a beef in a microwave, ground beef in a microwave. Oh, no. The microwave said it could do it, so I thought I'd try. Bad idea. Oh. I was in, I was in junior, junior high, middle school. <laughs> my mom was thrilled. <laughs> She probably just made some disgusting casserole out of it anyway. Oh, I don't, I doubt it. It was, <laughs> it was bad news bears, guys. It was like you had to cook it at like, at like level two percent. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. For, for extended amount of time. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know why that just came to me, but it did. Jesus, <laughs> cooking beef in a microwave. <laughs> Let's see if we can top that. It's the name of his memoir. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, <coughs> yeah, right, buddy. Uh, Theo Kroger. The album is Love Quantum. The song is Jazz Is Dead. If you were on an airplane with, uh, let's say, just a random airline like Delta, what what would your flight be? What what what? What Delta flight are you on right now, <laughs> bro? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> how, about? How high are you right now? <laughs> Me, not at all, actually. I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> I was talking about Chong. <laughs> I consider this jazz. Too jazzy. It is a bit jazzy. Yeah. It's DJ Jazzy Jeff. That was like uh, Bob Herdman whenever he did that the the plant song. That's what that sounded like. <laughs> he lost me on Audio that Adrenaline, the I plant mean, I re- song. I don't remember that song at all. You don't remember the plant song by Audio Adrenaline? No. Oh my god. Don't play it. God damn it. Oh I should God damn it. He's looking it yeah, up. Here he goes. Yeah. You just <laughs> Why is it still after like I don't know however long we've been doing it? Way too long. We've been doing this podcast. I still don't understand how he works. Like it's still there's I, I just Oh, it's the houseplant song. My bad. I said it wrong. Okay, well, it makes all the difference. Mike, are you really doing this? Hey, hey, where's my skinny boy decap 
Hi, this is Smooth Steve from K Jazz. Welcome well, to Job of the Hut. I remember Smooth Tonight Steve. Tonight we got a special guest, young man from. Uh, he's playing a new song. Here we go. Thanks, Smooth Steve. Dude, hey, uh, this not... is a, a song about a book I read once about this the uh, so-called inherent evils of rock and roll, and I, I wrote this little song about it. Uh, I guess I just like to thanks for uh, thank you all for letting me come I... out and sing this song tonight. Are we back to CCM Corner right now? I think so. Once I read a book. And this is what it said. Dude, I right. got nothing all on right. that. I have never I heard have, that song I in my life. Recollections yeah. of that. All right. Do you want? <laughs> that was the second iteration of that one. Uh, do you want? <laughs> do you want a troll song or do you want like a heartfelt song? Whatever, man. Just play whatever's in your heart, what Michael. You want? You want let troll the, or heartfelt? Let the Lord lead. Let you. the spirit of oh, Hanuman. Need, let the spirit you, of Hanuman lead you. Decide, or I will. Decide, or I'll do both. So it's up to you. May, may Hanuman the monkey god All right. I'll, I'll, guide you on your way. I'll play one and I'll let you decide which one it is. <laughs> Are you ready? If this is, is this a troll song or a heartfelt song. Maybe it's because your mom never kissed you. If you ever cried, you wipe with muscle tissue. What if your mom kissed you, but she was emotionally unavailable? <laughs> she didn't meet your emotional needs. I know you're actually weaker than that. That's open up and Asking for a friend. Like, why, why are you only vulnerable when no one's around? Your gym membership is not a crown. Because you're smiling. You're I can't not tell. so tough. I know that nightlight song when you sleep, you're not so tough. You, yeah, well, you were talking over the, like, the line. Beat, and I'm sure you'd win in an altercation. Like, why, why are you only vulnerable right, when no one's around? Your gym membership is not a crown. <laughs> you're not so tough. I got it. You got it. All right, here we go. Right. You're not so tough. That's All right. so good. All right, I'm going to play the other one too. I knew uh, you would. I, <laughs> then why do you ask? Well, you didn't choose. You oh, didn't choose. Fuck's sake. It would have mattered. So, uh, this is uh, uh, Get Philip her out of here. <laughs> this is Phil- For God's sake, get her out this of here. This is something to believe. It is a heartfelt song. Uh, <coughs> Philip Labes. Uh, I heard this song on, on TikTok, but it's all. But he also wrote a song I really, really fucking loved. I had it on Hymns of Reconstruction last year sometime. But uh, this is a different song called Something to Believe. I wake up, check my phone. Oh, this is the troll song? No. <laughs> Same. So I go off to work, stare at the screen. Hey, the world is sort of ending. Did you see? Someone's talking about the new reality on TV. Someone lit themselves on fire in the middle of the square. It's a little bit of a pinfold. Like yeah. Everything is ending, and I am barely there. And I'm not a goddamn quitter. I just. 
And if I could have just one thing, it'd be something to believe. Hmm. Yeah. Then it's yeah, so it's it's really good. Uh, where the fuck? Oh, I was nice turning up the wrong volume that whole time. So. <laughs> a lot of good that did. <laughs> oh fuck me. So anyway, uh, his songs are really good. His TikToks are really good. He's got some good videos uh, to go with his songs. So check cool. him out. Uh, Philip Labes L A B E S. Gonna write that down. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'll try to. All right. This concludes music time. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your beers, we're headed into the news feed. You know what I like about the three people watching this right now? <laughs> None of them fucking said, Oh, I don't hear you guys. Where'd the sound go? <laughs> You're the real MVPs. Yeah. You're the real <laughs> heroes here. <laughs> uh what what uh what's your news feed? Yours is pulled up. You might as well go ahead. <laughs> uh, the Museum of the Bible's Dead Sea Scrolls are all forgeries. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, this is from 2020. So not news, but still, fuck these guys. Breaking news <laughs> happening is, now. This is not a museum we went to visit in D.C. <laughs> Dead no Sea Scrolls. Um, so, yeah, they've they've obtained it. it opened, the museum opened in 2017. And they've got like 16 fragments that they claim to have been found in the Qumran caves close to the Dead Sea. And so from like the very start, people were like, I'm not sure those are authentic. Um, So the next year, the museum reluctantly admitted five of the fragments were forged. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) And then removed them from the display, but still had faith in their other 11, even though experts were already deeply suspicious of two of these. So now they basically had to be forced to admit that they've been screwed about the entire lot. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're victims. We're victims of misrepresentation. We're m- victims of fraud, said CEO Harry Hargrave. No, you're not. You got caught. Mm-hmm. You absolute yeah. dipshits. You got caught. Yeah, 100%. You knew well, these were fake? Go fuck yourself. Well, this guy may not have known they were fake when they were probably bought years ago, right? The museum was established by Hobby Lobby founder Steve there Green. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so the guy and, that, and Logan the guy just that, said they probably bought them yeah, from Hobby yeah, Lobby. Exactly. It's a clearance three ninety nine on the back of them. Yeah. yeah. That's how they realized they God. were the, That guy is one. They, that is a shady-ass company. Mm-hmm. God. There's a joke I keep wanting to do while I'm at work. Um <laughs> He's standing on the fucking counter. The shroud. No, it, it's it's not while I'm working. It's for you guys. You know the um the uh, expansion chamber and the M2. Yes, I do. So I clean it out with a towel. I put a screwdriver on a towel and then I I, I get in there and, yeah, and I do the same. And pull it out and it looks like a, a butthole. <laughs> same. <laughs> and I keep wanting to take a picture of it and send you the shroud of Trump. Just a big old butthole starfish. Did you guys hear about the uh, that Jesus's clothes they have out at the Vatican now? <laughs> no shit. Like they're two thousand years old. They like they've done. They won't. They won't let anybody like test them or like well, no. anything. And like people are lining up and like crying over. It's like, dude, they're. It's not. It's just old clothes, man. Yeah. Like he didn't wear these. <laughs> God damn. Like I know that everybody needs hope, but for fuck's sake, man. <laughs> you know what I want. These you are, have to. These know. are not the shrouds you're looking. You have for. to know that's not real. And the shroud of Turin has been proven to be fake a number of times by scientists. 
Yeah. Or at least that there's no way to like yeah. say that it was the shroud of Jesus. There's no way to even say it. Ken Ham's media team was forced art was forced to dress him as Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park for a <laughs> 2022 promo. <laughs> Um. I, so yeah, Museum of the Bible, total bullshit. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But I'm currently arguing about to your uh, on your partner's Facebook wall with some idiot that said uh, she posted something on uh, Pride Day on, or they posted something on Pride Day, right? Yeah. And Matt just left the building. He said <laughs> he said something about the guy said something about. Uh, Oh, the atheist? There's no, no, no. He was like, "There's no." It's like some Christian guy is like, "Exegesis is the only thing that matters." If when people bring eisegesis, which is their own interpretations yeah. into the Bible, that it doesn't work. And it was like, and it's, I just, <laughs> I said something to the effect of like, "Wow, <laughs> like Mexico, fuck yourself." I said that's a a pretty humble take to say that a, your interpretation of a two thousand year old book is the correct one. <laughs> yeah. No Jesus joke. Christ, man. Oh, God. Because you definitely don't bring your own interpretation into it. You're completely objective. Okay, yeah. you sure you yeah. are. Yep. Um, it says what it says. No, <laughs> motherfucker. That's not how it works. It doesn't. Sure God. doesn't say that. Um, what was I going to say? God Sorry. damn it. I wonder what Jesus' sperm was like. What? what? You think it was like... Michael, if, stop if, what you're doing. No, just <laughs> stop. Stop it. I... <laughs> God, uh, you Dine, think it walked on Michael water too? <laughs> well, my God! I think if he tugged one out, stop in the Michael, Michael, stop it! Can Michael, stop it! Swam to Michael, the top. stop! Started Di- walking. <laughs> Dinosaur tracks become visible in Texas Park amid drought. Yeah, did you see the pictures of this, dude? It's fucking nuts. It is incredible. Visitors as a, at a Texas state park last week were treated to a rare glimpse of a 113-million-year-old dinosaur tracks uh, exposed by the extreme drought. Hooray, climate change. Mm-hmm. See, it does have good things to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I saw that. I as saw, Vegas is about to run out of water. The entire Southwest dude, is about I to run out Dude, I literally saw that on mm-hmm. CBS. Somebody was saying, see, this is an unexpected great <laughs> like, consequence nope. of global warming. Like, that's go not, fuck yourself. That's not how it works. Yeah. Three-fourths of Pakistan's underwater. Like, so, yeah. anyway, these things are huge. There's like 140 of them. Like yeah. 140 tracks. Like, it's, and they're gigantic. Yeah. Do they, they, have they decided like what are what, um what so it says from? uh massive tracks belong to an acrocan acrocanthosaurus okay. uh, a theropod dinosaur believed to have been nearly 40 feet long so pretty pretty yeah. stout motherfucker <laughs> um <laughs> it's got some heft so they were able to like clean out the tracks and like they're trying to figure out how to save them from like erosion yeah. and stuff but um pretty cool that's cool yeah not not great that it's happened, but no. pretty cool anyway. Um, cool to see the world. I would assume it'd be kind of like, like a raisin. A, meanwhile, Pakistan, I assume, three, I w- a third of the country is underwater yeah, right now. I would assume that like there would be threat of flash. Like they would, there would be a time frame on getting those things out of there before. I don't think they're going to get them out. I think they're just trying to figure out a way to slow down the erosion. They kind of admitted uh, that like at some point they're going to disappear. I yeah, mean, yeah. But so. you got photographs. I mean, yeah, you got the yeah. yeah. Casts. I'm sure they've made casts of them yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne gave up taking acid after talking to a horse for an hour. 
Is that real? This is real. So, I heard funny that, enough, he I hasn't. Heard this week. He hasn't. Uh, he gave up taking acid, and this happened in the seventies. But yeah. he just he just talked about it. Oh, like this past week. Um, he revealed that he gave up taking acid in the seventies after a trip left him chatting to a horse. What did the horse say? Well, hold on. The rock legend was speaking in a new interview about the making of his former band Black Sabbath's fourth album, which was in the group's heyday. He said, we lived together in a house in Los Angeles, rehearsed there, did loads of drugs, and made an album. Those were good times. Those were good times. At that time, the Amer- in America, people were very fond Sharon! of... Sharon! Sharon! At that time in America... Don't be a bad Sharon! People were very fond of lacing your drinks with acid. He said, I didn't care. I used to swallow handfuls of tabs at a time. The end of it came when we got need to lace me. The end of it came when we got back to England. I took 10 tabs of acid that went for a walk in a field. I ended up standing there talking to this horse for about an hour. In the end, the horse turned around and told me to fuck off. That was it for me. (laughs) Fuck off. That's the greatest story I think I've ever heard for rock and roll, man. He said, speaking Holy to the Orange, Co- Orange County Register, he said, I don't drink alcohol anymore. I don't smoke tobacco. I don't use drugs. I'm doing good right now. Uh, it's probably because his doctor was like, dude, like you're just hollow. Like at this point, there's nothing left inside. How is, I mean, uh, all you of your know? all of your organs are Swiss cheese. Like he's like a, 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 a hornet's nest that's been evacuated. I bet his brain he makes an NFL CTE brain look like oh, a hole. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I've not seen him like any kind of video of him performing lately. I wonder what yeah. that's like. I, well, oh, I bet it's kind of like good. watching Dylan perform now, or yeah. it's like, okay, well, you probably probably should have retired about twenty five years ago. It's probably like a Muppet. Somebody's <laughs> kind of spoke French to a dog in New Orleans. <laughs> tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got. So, all right. yeah, Ozzy. <laughs> His innards are Salisbury steak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. My fucking safari isn't acting right. Jesus, man. You guys are fucking computer. Our podcast is about to be done, I think. God. All right. Uh, Are you ready? You got one? Newsfeed. Yeah, I've got newsfeed. I don't see it. I I did have newsfeed. (laughs) There we go. Elephant stabs handler with tusks, then rips them in half after being (laughs) given heavy workload and extreme heat. Good for them. Yeah. I, I mean, when, when dude, Dumbo's fucking had it, buddy. Dumbo's forming a union, bitches. <laughs> I'm fatting up to here. An elephant in Thailand has ripped his 30... Give me more fucking peanuts. <laughs> ripped his 32-year-old handler ass. Dumbo's forming a union. <laughs> After it was given a heavy workload and extreme heat, authorities believe the animal named Pom Pam... Had grown frustrated. Stop it, Michael. Stop. Pam, 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 Pam. <laughs> had grown frustrated at having to transport rubber wood at a plantation uh, in soaring temperatures. The twenty-year-old twenty-year-old elephant stabbed their handler, Supache Wongfade, with his <laughs> with his least favorite Asian rapper. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Fuck this guy. The elephant was in with the his, right with his tusks before pulling him apart, <laughs> dude. That is, according to reports, local police, the village chief, and rescue workers found him. Uh, the son of the former mayor 
of the subdistrict ripped in two, lying in a pool of blood. God damn, dude. I, <laughs> I mean, How much rage do you have built up into you as an animal? I, I, mean, I mean, elephants are generally fairly docile. That, well, that's I what think. they said. They're like, usually gentle nature, but yeah. Fuck. He, he's fucking out of nowhere. That's the Eugene V. Debs of elephants. <laughs> that's, he's fucking boy, that is, that is a labor deep cut. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So yeah, it was fucking, it was <laughs> fucking done, man. Are there any other famous... That's called labor revolting against capital, mm-hmm. if you're Karl Marx. Yeah. Are there any other famous elephants besides Dumbo? Is it just Dumbo? Has he oh. got the corner? I fucking love elephants. God, I fucking it. love elephants. I, have, I, follow, I want a pet one I follow so baby elephant TikToks. Oh, oh dude. I feel like Dumbo's like, there, there's no one... That's, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Babar. Oh, Babar. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you said there were two bees. Well, yeah, but not right together. <laughs> Bad bars where it's Thank at. You. Is it the right? <laughs> Isn't there a children's book by an elephant named Babar? I don't know. I don't have any. What children? No elephant books. <laughs> Such an asshole, but God, what a movie. Oh, my God. Seeing <laughs> uh, Bone Cancer and Chief Garland together. <laughs> uh, I feel like we're forgetting one. Horton, Horton. Oh, yeah, there's Horton. Oh, yeah, Horton. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Bunch right. of, oh, Mr. Snuff, Snuffleupagus. Yeah, really he's count. more of a mammoth. Yeah. He's got more Mastodon vibes than he yeah. does elephant. Are you really looking up most Horton, famous elephants? Horton, what did you Google? Horton, ten famous elephants <laughs> from history. Does, does fam- you know what? Like- You've got to <laughs> let him finish this. Does it fit? Fam- Family Guy has a bit. Horton hears domestic violence next door. <laughs> oh, no. You just, you're just sitting there reading the paper. Oh, and you just no. hear people fighting in the room next door and slamming off of furniture. Yeah, I didn't hear that. <laughs> he says, uh, there's probably two sides. Do you guys know? Jesus. Let's do this list. I don't, th- I don't know most of this. <laughs> Let me know if you've heard of Elmer the Patchwork Elephant. <laughs> nope. Shep. George of the Jungles, like the fourth stooge. Yeah. No, no, George of the Jungles. Wait, was Al- Shep Al- or Curly Joe? Was Shep fourth? Yeah, man, I think he was. Snorky, which is a member of the Banana Spitz Splits Club. <laughs> nope. Uh, Hafty, or nope. Hafty from Jungle Book. Oh, okay. uh, well, I mean, I guess I, know. I didn't know. Manfred from uh, Ice Age movies. But he's a woolly mammoth. That doesn't. Yeah, count. that doesn't count. Stampy. Bart Wait, Simpson. Stampy Longnose, the YouTuber? <laughs> no, Stampy from uh, Bart Simpson. Uh, he won Stampy at the Elephant in a radio contest. Uh, Tantor, number three. Babar. <laughs> Wait, what was Tantor from? Tantor is uh, it's be Tarzan. True. Yeah, so say, hey. This is my lion. His name is Montecor. He is mine now. T- Tantor. It's a lion, Peter? Is it dangerous? Of course yeah. it's dangerous. It's a lion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top three. Number three, Babar. I'm disagreeing with this. Number two, number two, Dumbo, and number one, Horton. It's got to be Dumbo. Number one. No, it's saying Horton. Is no, I mean one. like I yeah. think I would I probably. Think well, I don't know though. I mean, Dumbo is not real popular anymore. I mean, that was probably more our generation. What if mental floss? No, <laughs> fuck them. I mean, well, who has the more recent movie? Because there has been a, a Dumbo. There's a remake with Colin Colin Farrell. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then there's a Horton Hears a Hero. Does that one have an insanely racist uh, song and dance number in it as well? Like I the don't cartoon remember. did. My God. 
Go ahead. Uh, Proceed with your, your elephant story. Nope, don't have an elephant story, buddy. <laughs> Where did we get off on elephants, then? Well, I know I did have one, but I'm done with that oh, story. Okay. No more elephant content? Nope. Lottery. Didn't we, didn't, speaking of elephants, sorry, didn't we have a story, like, recently oh, about an elephant that, like... Killed a woman and then trampled her at her funeral. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Came back for seconds. Like, Jesus, man. Holy Came shit. here to eat peanuts and kick <laughs> It looks like we're right. definitely out of peanuts. Definitely out of peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think elephants like peanut butter? Sure. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I'm sure they do. I don't think I've ever seen an elephant actually eat a peanut, so I'm not sure that's even a real yeah. thing. It's, I think it may be just circus elephants. <laughs> it's just exclusive to the circus Can we elephants. agree that circus peanuts candy are the worst candy on earth? The orange ones? Oh, they're fucking terrible. I don't know. They're... Dude, yeah. that is the worst texture. It's not in the history great. It's not great, but I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of okay with the texture. Sometimes oh. they hit. They hit just right. Sometimes, yeah. oh, man. But like two is probably enough. I like, can't. I don't know. <laughs> when I was in grade school, my mom uh, made Indy 500 uh, race cars. This is your. This is your fucking worst nightmare. <laughs> um, so it is the Indy 500. It was uh, the the body of the the race car was the circus peanut. Uh, two toothpicks through the the okay, body. Of Gum drops as the wheels. Okay. And, you know, gum drops or, you know, whatever. And another uh, toothpick for it to go up, and then there's a flag on it. The flag is a is a uh, candy corn. <laughs> I hate candy corn, too. God, Dude, I people love that. I know love they that do, shit. man. They do. I hate it. Actually, yeah. that's, I will eat candy corn with salted peanuts. It, it tastes like a payday bar. Yeah, it does. Oh, oh yeah. Well. Man, so I, I will payday. do that. That's and, But even then, it's like my teeth hurt after about 30 yeah. seconds. Joe, our old coworker, Joe, used to love paydays. He would eat one every <laughs> fucking day. Oh, yeah. He would eat paydays. Oh, I ate him a lot on the road. Dude, the middle-aged sex dude, fast. Yes. Dude, he had five <laughs> paydays. Five paydays. Uh, you have a pack of them just ready for him. I love when he told you that he was a freaking cuckold. Yeah. <laughs> My God. I heard some shit, man. That was I can't. Unfor- I can't. I, I, I did can't convince. Him, I did convince him to to uh, disavow the death penalty. Yeah. From Christian state, like from a Christian viewpoint, yeah. I was yeah. like, "Can you see Jesus flipping the switch?" And he was like. No, I don't think I can. Like, well, there you go. Yeah. There's your answer. Yeah. What What is the definition of a cuckold again? It's somebody who watches their partner. No, well, he's he was, not, he's well, not he the cuckold. Was, he's not the cuckold. He's the um. He, he's the boy. The, he's not the Jerry Falwell. In let's situation. just say that there's a he's deeply the weird racist component to this too. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the guest, bro. The featured guest of the evening. <laughs> I believe Wait. they call him. I believe they call him the bull. <laughs> Pretty sure. That's how that goes. <laughs> yeah. God, I can't believe he told you that. He told me all about the scene, man. It's crazy. <laughs> so wait, crazy. was he the receiver? No, no he was no. like, he, okay. Do we have to spell he, this he was, out? He, was, you? he was the featured player. <laughs> he in was a, the one tagging in, a, in bro. In an he established was the... relationship. Okay. Okay. That's why I thought we were going. And then it, Okay, yeah. Boy, <laughs> it's pretty what? fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and he was And I'm not deep, even talking man. about the cuckold part that's fucked up. It's the weird racial component of this one that was just Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. God damn. <sighs> well, <laughs> what else you got, buddy? Uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> boy. We were long. How do we get from elephants to cuckold to that? <laughs> 
uh, lottery winner of 10,000 pounds a month for the next 30 years, dumped by his partner and cut from the jackpot. Uh, oh, no. Well, March 2021, Kirk Stevens was on top of the world. He and his partner, Laura Hoyle, had won the national lottery set for life draw. Meaning- That's a terrible name. <laughs> Kind of have Laura to swallow Hoyle. it. Laura, Laura, Laura Hoyle. Laura Hoyle. Why are you doing that to your kid? <laughs> Laura Hoyle. Uh, That's a real mouthful. T- anyway, 10,000 pounds a month for the next 30 That's years. That's a lot. Uh, I wonder if her middle name's like Popeye's girlfriend's middle name or her last name. <laughs> he popped the champagne, posed with a massive check, dreamt of their future together, but nearly. Laura Hoyle. But Hoyle. earlier, and were unresponsive. Who cares? Nobody's paying attention. Earlier this summer, Laura <laughs> left him, taking the remainder of the three point six million dollar or pound jackpot with her. Boy, God, yeah. This is why you get a good lawyer the second you win the goddamn I know, thing. Man. <laughs> you just have to. Laura told me we'd live the life of Riley if we won. Uh, now she's gone. She pulled the plug and took everything. She even wants our two dogs. Jesus, come on, Kirk. <laughs> My God. Said that Laura moved into his home. After they met through a friend in 2018, she asked me how much rent I wanted. As far as I'm concerned, she was my girlfriend. I didn't expect her to pay rent. I didn't ask her for a penny. Instead, she told me she'd buy us lottery tickets. She spent around 25 pounds a week and told me that if we won, we would both live it up. (laughs) Our arrangement was never any more formal, but I didn't think it needed anything more. We were a couple living together in my home. Besides, I never expected to win. But when the big win came, well, it looked like they were set for life. Uh, he's an engineer. He says both our names are on the check, and we pose with our pictures for every press release. If the both their names are on the check, there has to be some legal recourse here. I don't know, man. If there has to be, yeah. Or I, I don't know how you. I mean, the only other way would be the, if she bought the tickets. Theoretically, it would be hers if they're not legally married. But if both their you know names were on the I'm, check, man, like yeah, that, I know. Um, <laughs> that I spo- seems pretty cut and dry to me. She immediately quit her job and bought elephants, a- peanuts, circus peanuts. Paydays, cuckolds. That's how we got there. <laughs> okay. That makes no more sense explaining it that way. Um, he was having his own CSI show. And his I was like trying there. to figure it out. So here's where it's weird. Here's why I don't get this. Laura immediately quit her job, bought a Porsche, whatever. It was really exciting. I suppose you could say we were semi-sharing the money then. Laura was paying me a thousand pounds a month from the winnings. And then she found a guy with a And then she deck. encouraged me to pursue my master's degree in mechanical engineering. I would never have done it, but she said she would pay off my student. Wow, loans. this is a terrible person. We had plans for the future. We were going to buy property together and build an empire. I don't know what the fuck. God, that can you not just be decent? No. Just be decent. He had his sights set on marriage and he bought an engagement ring. Um, fuck, man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean. I mean, this is just. God damn, like, just be a decent person. Mm. You would still be pulling in 5,000 pounds a month or a week? Is it a week? So, uh, Kirk's for, uh, despite the names on the check, according to the lottery, whoever did the lottery, despite the names on the fake check used for publicity, all lot of winnings are paid to an individual. Uh, Even in a syndicate, and the winning account used was Laura's. He said, I just want 10%. If she can pay my $1,000 a month, I'll walk away. God, she won't even notice. Fuck it. this person. So she's he's trying to be a de- he's even like, he's yeah. even like just just be decent. Just pay back the shit. Like it's uh, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Also, this dude head looks like he has a warhead on top of it. It's so conical, like the top of it. It's 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 like quintessential he's got a like nuclear payload. It's a there. it's a quintessential rugby head. <laughs> like you look at this guy, you go, oh, he plays rugby. Yeah. I know a guy with a plate in his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun going to the el- to the airport with him. 
rim shot. I'm, that's not. I watched you get a, a fucking story. pat down at the airport Dude, last time we worked together there. I almost sent that guy a bill. <laughs> you should because he. Well, you should have at least asked him to slip a twenty in your yeah, thong. My God, <laughs> he was all up Dude, in he, your business. He fully touched my penis, like <laughs> not just. Like, we both went through security at the same it's, time. It's a small, I get through scott free. Michael I gets, get a half chub. Michael gets pulled over into this special little plexiglass room. <laughs> Standing like this with his arms out, getting absolutely violated oh by this God. TSA guy. He didn't even ask if I wanted a room. He was just straight <laughs> up just like, I'm going to touch your penis with the backside of my hand. Apparently, that's how they get their jollies off. Backside. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So I was thinking about, um, I had a weird thought today. <laughs> Hey, am I stuck backstage still? Have you even tried to put me oh, on there? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, no. No, turn your fucking mic I got you, I got you. <laughs> Jesus. What are you doing? Let me know when it's me and I'll put you back in. <laughs> God damn it. Hold on a minute. Your computer's a sack of shit. You should definitely put another sticker on it. <laughs> that probably helps. You can't breathe. You're so- okay. <laughs> slowly choking out your computer. your computer. I actually thought about that today. I was like, I wonder if I'm choking this thing out. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm muted <laughs> now, by the said. way. I put you back in, buddy. Okay. You're back in. All right. Um, I had this thought. So, so Netflix turned 25 years old, which is just that's wild. I remember wild getting. I remember getting me. DVDs from. Netflix so, that I had to send back. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? So I, I saw a TikTok of, um, say, Michael, I told the dude whatever <laughs> you're going to do to me, you're going to do out here. <laughs> um, so I, so um, I, I saw a TikTok of this guy explaining how Netflix used to work, where you sent in yeah. DVDs. They would mail them. <laughs> fucking But wild. I had this thought that we used to like, well, also Netflix is doing a movie about Blockbuster which is just what um, they're doing a movie about it. And so I was it's thinking about rubbing my nuts on your forehead, thinking about the, <laughs> the story, the times where I've been with my kids and we're scrolling through Netflix to bagging the competition. We're scrolling through Netflix, looking for things. And, and to think that there was a time where if I wanted to do that action of scrolling through Netflix, I had to drive to a building yes, and mm-hmm. walk inside Dude. And, and walk around the building yeah. And and look and see what I wanted. Yeah. And and sometimes they didn't even have what yeah. I wanted. Yeah. I would drive. Or they'd there. have thirty four copies of Titanic, but they didn't have any in. Yeah. So you have to just yeah. buy some or whatever. So you have to watch something else. Yeah. So it just it. I was talking so about that with Andy recently. It's crazy. And, and <laughs> my, it's midnight teas again. Then <laughs> right. my kids will never understand that. Dude, like, I had a th- I had a I had a better imagination than anything that Rod Jeremy could have dreamed up. Yeah. <laughs> There are kids that, that they're going to think, the, oh, the good old days when we had. If you had a hot mom, it was on like Donkey Kong. They're going to be kids. Who she was going to be in my head. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stacy's mom's got it going on. <laughs> there, there were. <laughs> there are kids uh, who are going to think that the good old days was like Redbox. Like the good yeah. old. Oh, you went to. We used to have to go to a box. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> your, your, your mom was a target. Wow. Jesus. Chris, who I think it is. I'm sure it is. No. Do I know who it is? I don't think so. <sighs> so uh, the very first. <laughs> n- tur- Turtleback pool was wild, man. <laughs> 
the very first Netflix um, movie they ever shipped out. Do you know what it was? Oh, I, I, I heard this at one point, but I've completely forgotten. First DVD they ever shipped out was Beetlejuice. That's a good movie. About, it's almost yeah. Beetlejuice season, actually. Mm-hmm. All right. God, Michael Keaton is so good <clears throat> in that movie. Um, what is the number one profile icon globally used in 11 million profiles? Like the little profile icons, because everybody has their own profile icon. Probably Netflix. No, like like you're, for each person has their own profile picture. Oh, know? probably just the generic, the egg. You, is that what yours is? No, I don't have any idea what mine is. It's a little generic yeah. head. No, it's Boss Baby. What? Are you yeah, serious? that's the number one. Wow. <laughs> profile. That movie's not great. Yeah. I never saw it. Uh, the show with the <laughs> most... Baldwin killed a guy. <laughs> the show with the most My List ads. You know what that is? That are in people's My List. No. Money Heist. Uh, I need to watch that. Billy's always going on about that I need shit. to watch it, too. And then the original placeholder name for Netflix was Kibble. Huh. Like dog food. Okay. So. Fun. Yep. So that's some Netflix. God, you know, there is a landfill somewhere with millions of DVDs in it. From oh my Netflix. God. Mm-hmm. From some Netflix, Netflix warehouses. Dude, I've got a fucking millions. tote of CDs that I'll never listen to ever I know, again. I've, been, I've got some that have been in the attic for a decade. At, at least they probably a decade don't even and a half. work anymore. No, they're it's probably like, just melted yeah. slag in my ceiling. <laughs> um, so hologram technology allows a woman to answer questions at her own funeral. <laughs> Dude. An AI-driven chatbot oh, technology. I don't know how I feel about that. Yep. People, um, mourners were able to dive into her fascinating life into a morbid, futuristic tribute. Um, a technology was provided by her son who runs a company that creates holographic conversational video experiences. So it's actually a video of her in this holo- hologram situation. Man. Um, and they said that... Uh, um, she was present at her own funeral in a sense. I don't think there's a moral argument for or against no, this. I don't think there's either. But it's, like, yeah. it just wonder if it does that help the grieving process or does it hinder it? I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know the it's answer. Probably yeah. specific to the person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because so. there is something comforting about that. I think. I mean, people do videos. Yeah, with you know home videos. Yeah, I guess and, it's probably not really yeah. any different. You hear it? the voice. I mean. Yeah. Yep. So that was I fucking love science.com. So oh, yeah, so it's so it's probably not true. Yeah. That's <clears throat> uh do you guys hear about the new um boneless pizza from Papa John's? <laughs> no. <laughs> Papa John's is fucking garbage. I hate God, I hate that it's pizza so, so fucking bad. much. It's the first ever. And that's what everybody gets anytime there's a I fucking know. pizza party. Goddamn Papa we John's, man. We're man. Greeks we all don't. the way. We don't. We get Greeks all the way. We just spend the money and get Greeks. It's good pizza. We get tomato pie. Generally. Oh, that's yeah. the shit. If yeah, that, that place was closer to us. Man. It's expensive, but it's, it's, it's so, it. so good. Yeah. Uh, Papa John's is getting roasted for its crustless Papa Bowls, which is boneless pizza with no <laughs> crust. Just make good pizza. Just make pizza. Just make fucking good pizza. Just you can't even pizza do that right. No bread, Stop making guys. gimmicks because you can't even fucking do pizza right. Better investments. He's dude, he's probably made thirty, well, forty million well, dollars. Shaq on that now. Deal. Shaq's got Shaq's all, hawking everything. Yeah. 
Shaq's talking. I bet they're making money. It's still, I don't like Papa John's, but it's popular. Yeah. Um, you guys hear about the, uh, the dead body found in the, uh, beach in Thailand. Um, no. So they found a, a dead body. Um, Is in Kosamui. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I said I had your mother in Phuket. <laughs> Whole place ran on beads. But let me tell you, boyo. So it washed. Mother of yours found a whole new use for him. It washed up on the shore. Uh, people Boop. immediately started calling the police, not wanting to get too close, assuming that it was probably a, a, mur- a murder victim is what it looked like. Because it's a, a naked, like... The, the top half is closed, but the bottom half is not clothed. Um, come to find out, it was a hyper-realistic silicone sex doll. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> boy, it got weird and there, man. If they dumped like, that in a... Bro. Dude. That looks like a dead Jesus body. Jesus Christ. That is like a, a dead, dead body. body. Bro, yeah. that is fucking weird. Yeah. So it looks like... And they blurred out the, the <laughs> sexual organs. So... <laughs> Yep. Is this a male or a female? Uh, it looks like it was a female. Dude. Yeah, somebody hit it and quit it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I just don't even know what to say to that. Yep. So... Officials were laughing about the sex doll. Um, the AV, do- AV um, doll cost an estimated THB. What's THB? What is that? It's whatever Thailand money. 20000 I don't know what that is. Um, $20,000. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't look like it's cheap, man. Well, probably a little cheaper now. You get a used model. It's. <laughs> like it's kind of like a car. Once you drive it off the lot, it loses all value. You got to do a refurb on yeah, it. Yeah, man, you got to give it at least a good spritz and a hose and yep. out. Yep. I mean, I'd recycle that. Um. Did you guys hear about the uh, Tesla owner who decided to implant the key into his hand? No. <laughs> yeah, God. I did. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, he loses the hand. Man, I really want a fully electric car, but it just wouldn't work for my job. Plus, yeah. I saw where somebody had one of had one for two years, and they had to replace the battery. The battery cost more than the fucking car. Yeah. $27,000. They're pieces of shit. Uh-huh. It wasn't even a Tesla. It was I'm like a car. Um, the car, I think they bought for like twenty five or something. Jesus. But to replace the battery was $27,000. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, that's just fucking nuts, man. Yeah. Um... Here, here. Nebraska man. How many? Uh, are, this is literally like your ninth story. He breaks uh, uh, the new world record. He paddles thirty-eight miles inside a pumpkin. Oh, I've seen this. That where they do this. Yeah, so they get inside they the- grow these massive motherfucking pumpkins, hollow them out into boats, into like a circle boat. Wait, Thirty-seven laps on what? Thirty-seven miles. Oh. Oh yeah, I've seen. okay, yeah, I've seen that's that. a long ass way. Yeah, in a goddamn pumpkin. thirty-eight, actually thirty-eight miles. I mean, that's like here to like past downtown Indy. Yeah, like by quite a bit. Like you're almost in the north side of Indy at that point from here. 
it's like going, hollow, it's hollowed out his 846 yeah, pound pumpkin. probably right. Yeah. And he also carved out a cup holder, too. Oh, well, yeah, you're inside. thirsty. I mean, he wants to hydrate. Yeah. yeah. 38 miles if you want to. No, I don't want to beat that record. Getting up. Good luck finding a river that has 38 miles of actual water right Right, now. I know. Or a lake. Um, all right. Well, I guess we can. I got one more. All right, go for it. Uh, Gary Busey charged with criminal sexual contact. Who after a could have seen that coming? I mean, if you're surprised by this, I have some property in Belize I would like to sell you. God, man. Uh, Gary Busey finds himself in legal trouble uh, after he's been charged with two counts of fourth degree criminal sexual contact. One count of attempted criminal sexual contact and one count of harassment. All in relation to an appearance Busey made at New Jersey's Monster Mania convention uh, this August. Uh, the actor was described as Gary Busey, 78, of Malibu, California. 78. <laughs> uh, the Post also notes that the investigation is still underway and that all of the alleged incidents happened at the Double Tree Hotel in Cherry Hill. Wow. That may be the saddest thing. So what happened to him? No details about the incidents have been released, although a perusal of New Jersey's legal statutes on sexual assault um, brings up this definition for sexual contact. It means an intentional touching by the victim or actor, either directly or through clothing of the victim or actor's intimate parts, for the purpose of degrading or humiliating the victim or sexually arousing or sexually gratifying the actor. It's just touching, like yeah. inappropriate touching when nobody was asking for it. It's bad touch. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, if you're like nobody's shocked by that. Oh, grief. All right. <laughs> Ready to go further up, further <laughs> Sure, in? why All not? Right, here we go. Further up and further up Yeah. Yeah. Matt, read it. It's called Sour Miso. The Cook Monk, not to be confused with the Equip Monk, uh, <laughs> Dario at Banque's uh, monastery decided. He would take good care of his old teacher's health and give him only fresh miso, a paste of soybeans mixed with, <laughs> with wheat and yeast that often ferments. Sounds delicious. Uh, Bonke noticed that he was being served better miso than his pupils asked, who is the cook today? Dario uh, was sent before him. Bonke learned that according to his age and position, he should eat only fresh miso. So he said to the cook, then you think I shouldn't eat at all? With that, he entered his room and locked the door. Dario, sit out, sitting outside the door, asked his teacher's pardon. Banquet would not answer. For seven days, Dario sat outside and Banquet within. Finally, in desperation, an adherent called loudly to Banquet, you, you may be all right, old teacher, but this young disciple here has to eat. He cannot, he cannot go without food forever. At that, Banquet opened the door. He was smiling. He told Dario, I insist on eating the same food as the least of my followers. When you become the teacher, I do not want you to forget this. Love it. Yeah, we got uh, quite a bit, actually. Good. Um, let me get my notes up here. So I think it actually is really interesting. I was telling you earlier that I listened to a shitload of Ram Dass today. 
now weirdly on some of the stuff he was talking about kind of this very thing he talks a lot about roles yeah how every single person all of us are just playing roles it's all we're doing right yep and the problem becomes when we become attached to those roles that we are these things we are whatever father we are son we are husband we like we, when we start attaching ourselves to those roles, it becomes a problem. Yeah. And I think this is a similar thing. It, the master was completely unattached from being the master. <laughs> yeah. Like sure. he was able to, and, and I think, it, but here's what's interesting as a master, he, there are times where he has to wear that form. He has to be that form, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got disciples, if you've got students, you have a responsibility to them that you have to turn on the master voice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You have to be that form for a time. But what this shows is that the master was able to put that away. Yeah. Like was able to in that, which means if you're able to put that away, you're not attached to that thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because what, whatever you can't let go of that, that's your attachment. Yeah. Whatever it is in your life that you cannot let go, that that's what you are glued to. Mm-hmm. That right there. Yeah. And he wasn't glued to that. He wasn't I don't know. I just think this shows like a really to me this shows what a, a, a somebody who gets it. <laughs> this is this is how they act. I mean, if you think back to when we were in the church, we knew pastors like this. Mhm. I think that we're, I, I would even say the times that I've met Rob Bell, mm-hmm. I think he is like this. Mm-hmm. There's times where he's definitely Rob Bell. Mm-hmm. When he's up on stage, when he's teaching, mm-hmm. like he's, he's wearing that form. Mm-hmm. I am Rob Bell, the teacher, mm-hmm. Rob Bell, the sage, whatever it yeah. might be. But like when we've talked to him on the podcast a couple of times, there's an element of that, but there's also times where you realize that he's not holding on to that. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, where he's a little more real. <laughs> I don't know if real that I, that's not the right word, but like, I think I know what you mean, though. He's able to be like, you can tell he's not just completely attached to being that thing. Yeah. yeah. That form that that Rob Bell, the Rob Bell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can tell this is a guy that just can just sit down and just be a guy well yeah i mean (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah um but we've also known leaders and pastors that Mm -hmm. are the opposite of that Mm -hmm. that are completely fucking attached to this idea of i'm the pastor i'm the lead i'm the yeah i'm the teacher i'm the sage i'm like and i think there's probably been times in my life where i've been in that mode oh 100 percent. i mean yeah you i mean especially in youth ministry because there's a little bit of Especially when you're younger, there's a little bit of sort of uh, there's an idol worship element there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for the sure. Youth pastor, there can be. I, I think there probably was for me and my youth pastor yeah. to some extent. I mean, I put him on a fucking pedestal, man. Yeah. I mean, and I think I had kids that probably did the same. Yeah. So there, there is an element of that, you know, that we've we've experienced. Yeah, for sure. Michael, you okay over there, buddy? Yeah, I'm works shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll chime in here in a minute. I'm listening, but also responding to some shit. You about to have a good day tomorrow? Um, uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay, so what this also corresponded with was one of the uh, Ram Dass lectures I was listening to today. 
he brings up the point of being in the world but not of the world. Yeah. How many times did we hear that oh, shit? Oh, my God. Don't right? watch dirty movies. Right. Don't listen to secular music. <laughs> I mean... Stop watching pornography. But that has nothing to do with what no. that was talking about. No, it doesn't. Um, so what he's talking about, this is a, this, it's about attachment to forms, mm-hmm. right? So you're in the world. In other words, you have a form. Yes. You have these labels. You have these roles that these, uh, you, I am a coffee repairman. Right. I am a dad. I am. Oh yeah. So like you have these yeah. things that are kind of like what we talked about a couple of weeks ago that are tethered to you, mm-hmm. right? Either by choice or just by society, whatever culture. Um, so you have a form, you're in the world, but what it means to be not of the world is to not identify as your form. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember like that was such a big part of my personality. I used to be a manager at Starbucks. That was my yes. oh, that yeah. was my thing. Sure. I, I did uh-huh. and I'm sure with Absolutely. youth pastor, sure. worship pastor. Yeah. For sure. Like it, it was it was, hey, what do you do? That's the first fucking question anybody asks in like those getting to know you. Hey, who are you? What's what you your do? form? Yeah, like so. So, what's your label? Like, yeah, hey, uh, nothing. It's yeah. none of your goddamn business. I yeah. am who I am. I'm just here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's it is interesting. I was thinking about that. Like, I I no longer have that urge to be like. This is what I do. Isn't who I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, exactly. But that's really it. It's really hard to get there. Like, it's really hard to get there because yeah. we're so trained. From a very early age with labels. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Ramdas says, like, if you the first time you show a child a tree, he'll never see a tree again. Because <laughs> the first time a child sees a tree, he doesn't know that that's a tree. He's just seeing it in its naked wonder. Mm-hmm. He's seeing this thing with he, what he doesn't understand is bark and leaves and yeah. branches. And so the, the child sees this thing and he just sees this tree in its pure naked essence. And then when you tell it it's a tree, oh, that's a tree. It's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Because now all he'll see is a tree. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I know that sounds really esoteric and fucking weird, but I like once you start putting forms on things, you miss the essence. And I think that's true of ourselves. Yeah. Like we, we miss our true essence when I, I mean, a, a, one of the reasons I had a, a, a better day today is I realized through all of this that I was identifying as depressed. Mm-hmm. I was identifying as my depression. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. And so and instead how of fucked up as that, instead of it, it, yeah, it is. But like, well, we all do it. We all, I didn't we even all realize do I was doing it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it it takes somebody wise or to hear something to go wake up and go, oh shit, yeah, yeah. I'm depressed. Instead of I have depression right now, mm-hmm. which is a normal thing. It happens. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it all of a sudden it becomes I am this thing. And it's so easy to get into the that mindset of like this is part of who I am. It's it's the routine of, like, because there is a lot of routine to like, you know, there. I don't want to say triggers, but you do the same shit every day. Yeah. Like you get in your car and you think about where you're going and you're doing doing that thing, and it's like, oh, God damn it, my fucking boss is. You know, you, you have that. And so, so it, it's, it's very repetitive. It's everything's every day is a little bit different, but at the same time, it's the same in the sense that you have those steps that you take. And so it's easy to get into the routine of, of having your identity be, um, whether it be something that you associate as positive or even associate something that is negative. Like it's such a, um, to, to be able to step outside of your circumstances. Yeah. 
is 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 really fucking hard whether it be you're a manager or your job or you're a therapist or you're a a dog wrangler or whatever like or or your identity is that you're angry or your identity is that you're depressed toxically Mm -hmm. happy or you know whatever like that's a thing you can be fucking toxically happy like and it, and it becomes this thing where it takes over it almost covers up our true selves and we're not able to be free to experience things like we do for the first time after you see that tree for the first time yeah um sarah always tells a story about when their parents took him to um the grand canyon and um they had seen the pictures of the grand canyon all their life yeah. you know you, you yeah, know what you've the seen canyon. them yeah Got, they were in a bad mood and <laughs> younger child, long road trip. Yeah. Fuck it. I already decided they didn't want any part of it. <laughs> um, get to the, get, get to the Grand Canyon and, oh, it's a hole in the ground. Turns around, get back, gets back in the car. Mm-hmm. Fucking miss the whole fucking point of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Lost the fucking majesty. Yep. Yeah. And it's all. You know, lost the whole plot, and, and it, it's it, it's a joke that they tell. But at the same time, there's there's a, something in that story that is like they were so focused on projecting that image of themselves in that moment, and the story they wanted to tell that they couldn't be free to be to to be in that moment. Yeah, to see the wonder of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. yeah. Logan asks a good question: Is this second half of life type stuff? Um, and for those who I mean, that's probably a fairly familiar concept to people at this Go, point. I mean, I would you can give a explain to me. I mean, the first half of life is basically where you learn. Explain to me like I'm five. <laughs> it's where you learn the rules. The second half of life is where you learn to break the rules and live life. Essentially, yeah. Um, would that be an accurate? To me, I always I always think it was like jazz music. You know, Coltrane didn't. The first half of life is rules. The second should be more improv. Yeah, Coltrane. (laughs) Coltrane learned scales before he learned before he was Coltrane. But not every. It's not a. It's not a linear thing. It's not a definite thing. Some people. I mean, look at our country. Never get to the second half of life. Yeah, you can be eighty-five years old and never enter the second half of life. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's it's about tearing down, and then the second half of life is rebuilding. Yeah. I think. I mean, I, like, yeah. You, I mean, Roar De- says, read, read the book Falling Upward. Mm-hmm. It's the best fucking book about this that I've ever read. Yeah. Um, and you know, he talks about you. You. This is why he thinks it's important to be raised with boundaries. Why it's important to raise children with rules mm-hmm. because in, in his in his words, it gives you something to rebel against. Mm-hmm. There has to be something to rebel against in order to get to the second half of life. Yeah. Let me let me ask Logan a question. Logan, how old are you? I'm just curious. He's young and yeah, because I feel like he's young. But like, I feel like I started wrestling with these ideas whenever I became a parent, and I feel like that was when 29. So yeah, that's a. I, don't, I wouldn't call that second half of life. Maybe it is, but it's when shit starts getting real and you've got a kid and you're realizing that, that time moves faster and uh-huh. you, you want to try and fucking slow shit down mm-hmm. and find ways to slow shit down. Um, that for me was, was it like, yeah, he said, I still feel first half love labels. <laughs> 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 yeah. So it, it's, it's like, for me, it was like, I, when I, when I was a manager and it was 
taking up so much of my goddamn time. Even when I was with my family, it took up too much time. And I realized I didn't, I wasn't able to be fully present. And and, you know, I, I still, it's something I still wrestle with all the time and I probably will forever. Um, just wrestle with being present. Um, but, but I knew that this was a big thing that really very real kept me from being part of the conversation of my children growing up. Yeah. Like I still think about the day we went to the orchard and I probably have told this story and uh, a thousand times on this podcast. So we went to the apple orchard. I was on my phone. It was a Saturday, first Saturday I'd had off in six months. You spent the entire time on the phone. I've spent the entire time on the phone trying to get coverage because somebody called in sick. <laughs> right. Some little fucking college student called in sick. And, and you fucking weasel. And now I you're couldn't... getting your, now you're getting your loans repaid. You slacker. You fuck. son of a bitch. <laughs> But but I couldn't I couldn't be with my family even when I was with my family because I had to fucking worry about that bullshit. Yeah, and that was a youth ministry. Yeah, and and it, it was just oh, like God. let me be here now, and and that's when I was like I can't I can't miss this I yeah. can't I can't miss these moments with my kids, um and and my partner as well like yeah. I can't I can't yeah. I gotta be I gotta be there yeah you know. So is that second half of life? I guess if your life's over, once you, I don't. I think the kids. problem is that we. It's it's hard to define, which is a fair assessment. It, it's it's really hard to define first and yeah, second sure half is. of life because yeah. it's going to look a. It's going to look different for everybody depending on the context you grew up in. All yeah. of that's going to look different, but like it's it's a. I would say you have more wonder if you're in the second half of life. You have more like. There's less need for well, answers. Well, I mean, there's less in the very first part of, of life, you have wonder, and then you fucking lose it. You have certainty. It's stripped fucking well, away. I mean, what does Jesus say? Unless yeah. you become like little children, you'll never see the kingdom. That's what yeah. he's fucking talking yeah. about. Like that, it's, and it's this. It's that innocence before form. Yeah. That's, I mean, when a, when a kid just sees a tree and doesn't realize it's a tree, it's pure naked oh, wonder. Yeah. That's what Jesus is saying when he's saying, unless you become like little children, you'll never see this. Mm-hmm. You'll never see this joy. You'll never see this kingdom of God, this life. Until you're able to get back to that naked realization of like beyond form. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and it's just, it, it's a lifelong practice, man. Like, and I, 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 there's a lot of people that never get there. I'm not there. Fuck. I mean, yeah. none of us are. No. No. And it goes back to that, you know, but we, there's definitely a difference between people who aren't there and people who aren't there and desire to be there. Sure. And yeah, I mean, I think intent is pretty huge. Yeah. Know? It's almost like, it's like the thing, like, I don't know if I want to be there, if I want to want to be there, or do I want to want to want to be there? You know, like there's these yeah. levels of just. I guess though, I mean, if there's a God though, I would feel like that God would be in any of that and all of that. Oh, absolutely, I hundred percent. I taught that. I mean, towards sure. the end, I taught that. I was teaching that shit at the age of, yeah, twenty nine or whatever when I, before I got fired. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking of something else today about this. Um, one of the most mis- uh, one of the one of the many misinterpreted things in the gospels i think is when the it made me think of this whole story the pharisees are cornering jesus and they're asking him who who are you yeah like we hear are you the son of david are you satan i mean they're asking him like are you the devil are you beelzebub like they're asking him like yeah. who the fuck are you what's your form yeah. what's your label we need to know who you are and what is G- he, jesus goes Back and there's this awesome rhetorical shit that just goes back and forth of Jesus. I think he's just dicking with them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I mean, if you really 
it's a lot pretty, of it's pretty fucking comical. It, he like really, he really is just kind of fucking with yeah. him, and then he ends it with what I am who I am before Abraham was I am. What we have always interpreted that is is that oh Jesus is saying he's God. Okay, maybe kind of, but yeah. he's not limiting that to himself. It's not an exclusive an exclusive thing. He's saying I'm just here. I'm just me. Mm-hmm. I'm just pure. I'm just essence. Mm-hmm. I'm just this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, but he's also doing it in the smart ass way that he knew was going to ruffle fucking feathers. Yeah. Cause I am was the name for God. Mm-hmm. I before and, and, but what he's saying is like, dude, this is accessible. For, this is what it means to be beyond form yeah, and beyond label, beyond judgment is I just, I am that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all of us. He's saying that's all of us, man. Like, all of us just are. I think, but be- we get so fucking wrapped up in "I'm this, I'm this, I'm yeah. this, I'm this." Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would, I would be interested to hear how people would answer the question of who they are, with the caveat of not saying what you do for a living, and, <laughs> it's and almost not, impossible, and not saying your. Your um, not talking about relationships. Not talking about relationships. If you're a parent, you're not a, talking your, about form. Your brother, a yeah. sister, a wife, mm-hmm. a, you know, a husband. I mean, can you imagine if somebody asks like, "Who, like, who are you?" and just go like, "I just, I am." Yeah. yeah. People would be like, "What the fuck are you talking mm-hmm. about?" Yeah. But something in them would go, "Yeah, I get that." Like, I just, yeah. I just am. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just. Yeah, and, and it's not like I can go into like uh, my to do my job and be like, "Yeah, I'm just some guy." Yeah, you're the. Here to just hang out and yeah. look at your shit. I mean, because but we, but we have to put on that form. Yeah. So like, if we go into a Starbucks, we have to, to wear work, that form. We have to wear that form. We can't just yeah. show up with a bag and go. I am. You yeah. get, get the fuck out of my store. <laughs> yeah. You have to say I'm so here to dude. fix. I'm I'm here to fix your espresso machine. I'm the fixer guy. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, and that's fine. There's that's nothing, what I always say. I say I'm the fixer. Guy. <laughs> right. There's nothing. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times it it never gets a laugh, but I always chuckle with myself when everybody's like, they'll be like. Hey, espresso guy. And I'm like, please. Espresso guy was my father. <laughs> Nobody ever gets it. Anyway. Do you really do I've that? I've done it before. Yeah, I've done it a couple times. It never gets a laugh. Um, because they're all 14. Well, yeah, I mean, there yeah. is that. I think 42-year-old humor is kind of lost on college yeah, age Yeah, I think. Um, well, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying before. My favorite is when my phone rings and it's the Cantina song, and I always say, "Play that same song." <laughs> and, and every every once in a while, somebody will get it. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like, like we have to wear these. We have to wear these suits, right? These yes. forms, yeah. these labels. We like, and that's fine because when you're at work, you kind of just have to yeah. wear that hat for a while. Mm-hmm. But can you put it away? Can you yeah. like? Are you able to? not make that your personality to not make that your entire identity to not be attached to it to not carry it around to be able to pick it up when it needs to be picked up or i mean we can say form we can say ego yeah it's all the same thing are you able to pick that up when you need it but also have the wisdom to put it down when you can when you need to put it away Mm -hmm. but most of us all of us i think are just stuck we're just i mean this is our fucking conundrum we're just stuck in these suits and we're just all of this shit is handed to us. These labels, these whatever. I'm. A, I mean, look at the look at what's happening with right wing Christianity right now. They're so wrapped up in their identity as a Christian, as a Christian patriot, as a Christian whatever. Yeah, yeah. that they can't get out of that. They, they can't, can't even see that there's anything see. beyond that. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Like there is no I am. There is no isness. It's just I am this thing. And they're willing. And so what that means is individually interpreted through their church, their denomination. Yeah. This is what I am. And they're willing to get in bed with somebody who goes against their best interests. Because he's their he puts on the same form. Because they're in a fucking cult, man. He it's, put it's he he used the same language. He puts the same form. I am a Christian. But that's what a that's what a cult the, a cult is. Is you yeah. You're dedicated to the form of the cult leader. Yes. Cult of personality. Yes. Yeah. But it, I mean, we, everybody does it yeah. in a thousand different ways. We oh, can't yeah. just say, oh, conservatives do this. Everybody. Does oh, it. liberals do the same shit. Everybody does. It's but not a right it, though. So it's, it's not okay. even a political thing. I yeah. mean, politics yeah. are certainly some of the forms that maybe we wear. I'm a well, Democrat. I'm a Republican. Some people like, call me the space cowboy and some people call me the gangster for love. <laughs> yeah. Some people but call really, me Maurice. Maurice. You just are. That's really good, Michael. Of the pompatus of love. <laughs> um, oh, one thing I want to talk about. I'm sorry. I'm fucking well done. I listened to a shitload of Ram Dass. That's great. So you're going to get it. a lot of Ram Dass. Have you ever heard of Steve Miller? <laughs> I have, actually. You should, you should, I, you should should have, actually I actually had Miller. tickets to go see Steve Miller in high school and had to work. Wow. I did. Wow. Um, oh, so he talks. There's a, a thing that like I read the book Polishing the Mirror three or four months ago by Ram Dass. It was really good. It was like he wrote it post-stroke when he had his major stroke. Yeah. He wrote it in like... Same. He had a completely Guys, different... Guys, I did this podcast post-stroke. <laughs> you know that? I yeah. know. It's real. You've done basically everything in your life post-stroke. Yeah. Um, but like... Multiple different kinds of strokes. He had a, I get it, Michael. It's a dick joke. I get it. No, I really did have a stroke. I though. know you did. <laughs> God. <laughs> and one every day since then. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, ahead, he had a different kind of wisdom after his stroke. And he talks in that book some about how he was obviously not happy. Yeah. Um, and then Maharaji, his guru, who still would communicate with him. Like, there's some weird fucking stories about him and Maharaji. Like, yeah. that dude was. The more I hear about Ma, I'm reading a book called Be Love Now by Ram Dass mm-hmm. that it talks a lot about when he met Maharaji, which was his guru. Yeah. And he, like, read his mind fucking instantly. Shit that he never could have known. Like it's I read yeah. some of the stories and then he, he fed him. He took he he was like, I want some, do you have some of that medicine? It was the it was acid. And he gives him like, what did he say? Eighteen hundred milligrams of acid. Holy he shit. He did fucking nothing to this guy because he was already yeah. there. Already there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And he just laughed it off. Like in, in like Ram Dass was like, like that could kill you. Like that amount could yeah. literally make you crazy. In the whole time, he was like hiding under his blanket and acting like he was going crazy. And then he was just like got sobered up and just like, that's it. Like it didn't, it didn't even fucking huh. do anything. Anyway, this guy was wired in. Um. Anyway, so at post stroke, he said is like he was feeling really sorry for himself and because uh, he lost a lot of his charisma, his ability to speak, his like. And he was just really down, and he said he just like he's guru would just laugh at him. He was just laughing at him. It was just like he'd become the form. Like, are you? You still don't get it? Yeah, yeah. None of that fucking matter. Like, it's like uh, Yoda and uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, but oh, anyway, Scott in that Walker missed you. I have. <laughs> in that book, in Polishing the Mirror, he talks about the idea of cultivating what he calls the witness. Yeah, and I think this is this is kind of what we're talking about. Is uh, and it's it's a concept that I don't I, I will admit I had I don't understand a ton about it. I'm still learning about it and I'm still trying to figure out how the hell to cultivate it. Is in this my the life. observer? 
the observer the yeah. witness okay and what it essentially means is like the ability to like with part of your brain zoom out yeah while everything is happening to you it's not detachment in the sense of like i'm detaching from my emotions it's no it's like feeling everything but being able to zoom out and be the person that is observing the person yeah yeah the observer that yeah. is that mm -hmm. shit is happening to so for me with my depression the way this would work is i would be able to zoom out and look down on myself and witness mm -hmm. oh that yeah that's just a guy that's experiencing depression instead of i am depression i am depressed just mm -hmm. you're just a you're just a person feeling depression yeah and that's really god like yeah it's really fucking hard to do i i'm still trying to figure out how in the world i can put this into practice to be able to in the moment when i'm feeling those things when i'm feeling sad anxious whatever to be able to stop and with the other half of my brain look at that part of my brain and go you're not depressed you're yeah. just a person experiencing depression yeah that's yeah. it that's all it is i think i think the scene in the last jedi um i know since you brought it up i'm thinking about it now uh where ray's in that cave where she sees the the different mm -hmm. versions oh, of herself. Sure. i yeah. think that's the uh, that's all about the observer i think she's you're going right. to find herself and it's just she's seeing different versions of herself and stepping back from herself and seeing who she truly is i think that's good yeah, yeah. but yeah cultivating the witness because that's about getting away from your form it's about not identifying and being attached to your form it's about being able to see the form for what it is yeah and, and there is a gap between there's a simultaneously an infinitesimal and an infinite gap between being an observer and being an observer that can act explain so can like, you expand instance, on that a little bit for instance let's take let's take depression both of us okay deal with sure. that to be able to step outside of that and look down and go i am experiencing depression is one thing being able to use that to move yourself out of that yeah like i said it's both infinitesimal and infinite i mean it is it is yeah, the smallest gap and it is the largest <laughs> yeah. gap at the same time um, i mean it's the same idea as like we'll just surrender to the vine okay yeah i mean it's pretty easy to sounds like it but it's actually yeah. the hardest fucking thing on earth yeah it is i mean i mean to be able to just <laughs> surrender yourself to whatever yeah. yeah i just that that's that gap for me is always infinite i mean it, it just it always feels infinite yeah it never I get that. it never feels close at all i get that i can i can look outside myself and go i'm being fucking ridiculous right now being angry about this dumb machine that i'm gonna leave in a couple hours anyway yeah and somebody else is gonna fucking deal with it but then to be able to take that and get outside myself and go yeah okay, so now let's why are we doing this and that's now? the practice of it and my issue is i'm not sure where to even really start yeah <laughs> like what what does like a first step look like for that process of like being able to zoom out in the moment because there are times where i'm in my depression i'm literally saying to myself in my head you're depressed why are you being, or just, are you just get out of get this, out of this. What, what are you, are you doing? doing like i'll literally just be kind of in my head going what are you doing mm-hmm I think that's the first step is being present and, and, yeah. and calling yourself out on your own yeah. shit. I think you're right. And I feel like that's the, that's almost the easy step. Yeah. You have to have the will. When <laughs> Even you, though it's not, when it's you like do that, you have step. to have the will to be able to just what, lay what that is it, down. The, one of the greatest minds of our time. Uh, Cheryl Crow said the first cut is the deepest. <laughs> I don't think that's what this is talking about. Mm. I, I think the first step is kind of hard though. It is. Because I think is. there's a lot of people who never get anybody to the first on, step. Anybody in AA will tell you that. Coming through the door yeah. is the hardest part. Yeah. yeah. First I mean, cut is the deepest bitch. 
Cheryl Crow. Uh, a couple more Ramdas thoughts. Sorry, mm-hmm. he said the game is not to push is to not push away the world. The game is to not get caught up in it. To be simultaneously empty and full. Yeah, that's the paradox. Mm-hmm. To be able to live in that tension of of form and emptiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we have to, we have these times where we we can't just go through the world empty. We have lives, we have spouses or partners, we have children, we so have jobs. Outside we of have, a monastic life and even that. Like we have to. There's form. Well, somebody even asked him, and one of the things I was listening to, they asked him, is Richard Alpert still around? Which was his yeah. original ah, yeah. name. And he was like, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. He's like, all of it is still around. Like there's, He's like, there's times where Richard Alpert raises its head. And then there's times where Ram Dass, right? Like, yeah, he's like, of course, it's all there all the time. So like, but he was, so he was able to understand he had these roles. He had the Richard Alpert of his parents. He had the Ram Dass, which was the teacher, the guru, like whatever. He had these forms. He was able to sort of put those away. And to, but to be able to move through the world, both empty and full, Holy fuck, man. I mean, I that's, think I think that's a all, life's work. I think we've all experienced that. Yeah, I think we've all probably touched it. Yeah. Did you guys watch Lost? No. Yeah. They, they named did. a character after uh, um, Ram Dass's uh, original Richard name. Alpert. Yeah, there's a character <laughs> named Richard Alpert. And he's was like, he on LSD all the time? No, he was very much a like a, a, um, a spiritual on a spiritual level, though. So huh. it was like... Interesting. Yeah. So, huh. Nice touch on yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Lost. Um... I think this is this is this is our life this is the life's work like it's about to be I think the life's work we could say is to get beyond form because that's how we're born we're born beyond form because we we don't have an understanding when a baby doesn't know it's a baby yeah a baby doesn't know it's a son or daughter a baby doesn't know that it's a brother or sister a baby has no fucking clue yeah a little child, a baby, an infant has no fucking idea. Pure innocence. And what's the first thing we do? We try to teach them to identify something. Absolutely. You're, hey, this is your brother. Which makes sense. This is your, I mean, of course. Like, you, like, and that's not, it, form isn't bad. Like, we, we can't say form is bad. Having no form is good. It, it's not, it's, it's being able to pick it up and put it down. Yeah. And that's our life's work. And that's really goddamn hard to do because of religious pressure, societal pressure, cultural pressure michael stop it jesus christ um i was trying to ignore it uh societal pressure yeah i mean but that's so we're i mean it's it's exactly what we talked about two weeks ago with we're all have things tethered to us Mm -hmm. yeah some by our own doing some not by our own doing some that's just handed to us but to be able to come back to pure innocence like a child just go see the kingdom of god Mm mm-hmm a place without form. Yeah. Before Abraham was, I am. Yeah. To be able to get to that just naked presence of I am. I mean, that's, I, I don't, I mean, I can't even fathom what it would be like. Yeah. But I think we've all touched it. Mm-hmm. I think we have too. At some point. Yeah. Even if we didn't have words for it, I think we've all touched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you have these moments, where you almost feel like you touch something otherworldly, mm-hmm. and the the mountaintop moments. Yeah, the, it's where the veil gets thin. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, thin, a Celtic thin place. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Every every um, 
people group have a word for it or some sort of descriptor for it. Yeah. Hey, Tio. Uh, Tio said, as much as I love him, meaning Ramdas, I do think we should have soft edges on his terms of letting go. Can you expand on? I want to expand that on that means. a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, uh, if it means we'll, what and I we'll think hold, he means, I think we'll I agree hold, with him. Hold for your answer. We'll go ahead and say what. Because if you know, we talk about letting go, and it's almost like how Christians interpreted the take or sell all you have and give your money to the poor of the rich young ruler how that we made that a generalization that was how he was hung up right yeah and so there's almost like this idea of fucking god damn it um where letting go becomes almost an asceticism like yeah well asceticism (laughs) would be the hard edge to that i think sometimes that's actually just becoming you become attached to the idea of of detaching detaching. and and maybe that's partly what this is too. yeah yeah, i think absolutely it's not becoming uh, not becoming ritualistic or. I mean, if your goal funda- is enlightenment, not to become fundamentalist. If your goal is it. enlightenment, you're fucked from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and that's you know, I, the, a lot of these koans, we, we, that's what we're talking about. People who are are that is their goal. You know, their yeah. goal is is it's that, and it's not that it's a bad thing. I don't know but, who it was, but somebody said the <laughs> the last thing to let go of is is enlightenment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like you become enlightened, but then if you are if you attach to that, <laughs> you've lost yeah, it. Man. I mean, it's what like, the fuck does that even mean, man? I, I mean, you talk about. I mean, you get. I know. Shit, I know. Like, I know. I can get weird with shit like this. I know. I, it's like the endless mirror you look into. It's yeah. like the I'm letting go of letting go of letting go. And I'm just. I'm starting to. And, I'm starting to learn to not have those kinds of goals, and that's big for me because I'm kind of an achiever weirdo with like. Mm-hmm. Give me a goal, whatever that goal is, and I will find a way to. And proud we are of all of them. Yeah, I was having a so I played the song uh, important on this podcast months and months ago. It was one of the first TikTok songs I played, and I actually played it in TikTok form. Um, in the song, it's like I'm not important, and neither are you. But isn't that great? Um, mm-hmm. So fast forward to um, I remember that playing that song to my kids, and Diggory really picked up on it like really really connected with it and there's some questionable lines in there probably a nine-year-old shouldn't be listening to but <laughs> n- nonetheless i was uh, dragging my nuts across your I eyeballs mean, both of erevis's favorite songs say fuck so um <laughs> there is that but um what but what kind of fucking weird shit <laughs> jesus christ but but regularly <laughs> i'll hear him singing that i'm not important and neither are you so let's do whatever we want to do and it's weird to hear that and it's like i want to be like tell him he's important because he's important to me um and i don't want him to feel like his self-worth is there and i I don't i I think he i think he fucking gets it that's what the crazy shit about it is like he he knows what the guy's talking about um, because he's talking you about. I think that's because we he you've raised him without the label and the form of I'm a Christian, which means isn't it fucking X weird? These things, yes. And it's, it's why. I wonder if it's why my kids are like have no problem having friends that are trans or gay. Or yeah, like mm-hmm. they just couldn't give a fuck. Yes. It's a form. They were never handed that. Mm-hmm. Erebus went to, to like to Pride this weekend and yeah. it had the fucking time of her life, man. Yeah. Like got some wings and yeah. like was <laughs> just dancing her little heart yeah, out. And, yeah. um, but, but it, it's, it's, I don't want it to sound like he doesn't feel like he's important because he knows he's important, but, it, but at the same time he realizes that like there's freedom that like, there's no, 
there's no stigma of yeah. like, it's crazy, man, to have kids that know shit better than I did when I was their age. I wonder if this is why, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, I wonder if this is why in the Beatitudes, Jesus says, blessed are the poor. Mm-hmm. There's no form. Like they, they don't to. have as many labels. There's nothing. There's nah. not as much to attach to. Tia must have died because he never. <laughs> there's not as much to attach to. It's like um, these are the blessed ones. I mean, and I mean, it seems so counterintuitive. We've always took that. I mean, some people have taken that as I need to take a vow of poverty. And if that's what you need to do, do it. Yeah. But I don't think that was the point. The point was like, no, the poor, they don't have as many forms to get past. They don't have yeah. as many like. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's one of the reasons why Jesus, by and large, his disciples were like outcasts and misfits. Yeah, I mean, was, they were already being shit on. So it was like there was what? What the they fuck did they, they have to defend? Under the illusion that, that they, they were, were yeah. they were mostly poor, with the exception of like Matthew, who was a tax collector, but he probably wasn't super rich. No, but yeah. like backwater fucking town. In I mean, Galilee, and that freed them up to do what they wanted to do. Yeah, that freed them. That's that the lack of expectations freed them up to. I'm listening, Michael. Dude, we asked you a question, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't answer. So, I, I mean, it's what Paul was talking about when he says it's neither Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female. All they want in Christ Jesus. There's no fucking labels anymore. Stop it. Yeah, you're all contained in this one entity, this one reality. And you, goddamn, and you think about like right now what's happening in this country. All of the dumb shit that's happening to trans people. Yeah. Like they're just people. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't fucking affect you. They're just, it, it, but they're just, they're just people. Yeah. Like we've given them this form. You're trans, and what we've done is we've then built in. That means that you are X, 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 all of these other forms. Yeah. Because you're this, you're this. And it's like no, they're just people. Yeah. yeah, they're just fucking people. And the same thing with. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear it. It's bad. <laughs> um, so so let me let me. We see you, Janet. Um. So please do not say any names after I tell this story because I really, well, of course you did it earlier after I told you not to say where I was at and you fucking Michael, said, nobody knows where Warsaw Indiana I know. is. That's nobody. Fucking Don't nobody. say names. It's a nowhere town. Don't say names. People in Warsaw, I was talking, I I was talking to a friend is. yesterday. Their dad is administrator in. A, oh, we had this conversation. A, today. Yeah. And, and I won't in, say a word. In a nearby uh, uh, school administration. He's an administrator. And, um, we was talking about the, the the conversation that he had with his his father about um, uh, uh, trans kids um, in the school, and his dad Trumper um, thinks Trump is even Trumper is just another form, man. God yeah, damn. God I, I, damn but, it. but Jesus Christ, I know that's that's not an identity that I have placed on him. That's an identity he has placed on himself. Yeah, I know. Um, so. Do I know who this is? Yes. Okay. So, um, and and my friend is just like, just love them. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just that it's, it's not hard. Treat them. But their response is I'm loving them by showing them their sin. I I know. Treat them. It's so fucking gross. Treat them as if they, they were any other kid because they are any other kid. And by showing them love, it is quite literally saving their life, saving their life. It's suicide prevention yeah, by yeah. you treating them fairly, yeah. fairly. Yeah. We had a great fucking conversation. On we did. Today, buddy. It should have been recorded. It was nice. Yeah. 
about this very thing. Yeah. I, I, and it fun, it's funny because I hadn't read the koan yet that it actually does really yeah, tie in tie in because yep. you're just talking about forms and labels. And but we I mean <laughs> the part that we all suck at is not just not attaching to our own labels, attaching but not attaching labels, labels to everybody else. I mean, yeah. this is what Jesus meant when he talks about do not judge or you'll be judged. Yeah. Yeah. Judgment is not right, wrong. It's, it's labeling. Yeah. It's when you label people. That's what they mean. That's what Jesus, that's what all the sages meant by judgment. When you throw these forms and these labels on other people, you put these labels on other people, you automatically... They become something other than what they are. I mean, Ramdas is famous. But they quote, do that for themselves, of course. Though, too, but and, it's and, I know, but like cases. we don't have to identify them with that, but we do because it's easy. It's fucking easy to do. Well, it's easy, and it's also a very way, a very good way to know if the person that you're dealing with is safe. Of if course, a safe individual to have a conversation. I, I, with. Please understand that I, there are times that yeah. people you just can't be around for one reason or another. Yeah, I get it. Not saying there isn't. Yeah. One of Ram Dass's famous quotes is that walk around like everybody is just God in drag. Treat everyone as if they're just God in drag. What he's saying there is like treat everyone as what they are, which is I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What everybody actually is is just the essence of God. Whether you believe in God, you can just say that we're all the same pure. We're all the same at the base level. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and say it that way. If God makes you itchy, I understand. What he's saying is at the base level, we're all the same. Can we strip all of that shit away to see that that's the work? And that's holy fuck. I mean, I'm not any good at that. No, (laughs) there's a lot. There's there's way there's way too much powerlessness and vulnerability in that. You're you are you're giving up. You're giving up the need to be right. Uh You're giving up the need to To win and to control. And that nobody likes that. Uh -uh. I don't No. Yeah had the realization that we're all ghosts trapped in bodies i mean yeah kind of weird man i mean you can look at it like that sure your consciousness in a meat suit yeah do you think i mean isn't the human conundrum that none of us asked for this yeah Yeah. not one fucking person (laughs) asked to be born but here here we fucking are Mm -hmm. so like we have to just deal with the fact that we're here and figure out what is our actual essence and stripping away all the other bullshit yeah do you think consciousness is outside of our bodies too? <laughs> I mean, that's a different, <laughs> that's a conversation. different conversation. Boy, I don't know, man. I don't know how I'd answer that. But that's I think that's just a different conversation. But um Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts? T O so what you said was as much as I love him, I do not think we should have I soft, do think I do think we should have soft edges on his terms of letting go. The question was what did you mean by that? I'll leave it up. Here's another quote from Ram Dass today that I heard. That. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm not sorry. Fuck you. Yeah, Ron, you know, like the, it. Get the fuck out of here. Care, here you else. know what? I want somebody to create. Somebody, one of our listeners is, has the power to do this. I want a Ram Dass name generator. So we can give. So, <laughs> That's got to so, exist. So Brad can get his, his new I don't want Ram Dass name. I don't want it. I have no interest other than as a joke. Um, he said there's nothing to do, so get on with it. That's the paradox. Yeah. There's nothing. I mean, even Thich Nhat Hanh said something yeah. like one of his uh, calligraphies. He used to do calligraphies. And they were like these super simple kind of koans, like sayings. And one was uh, no, nothing to nothing to do, nowhere to be. Yeah. Or nowhere to go, nothing to do. Something something to that effect. There's, 
Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. There's nowhere to be. Yeah. We're headed toward the destiny. The only destination is fucking death. And that's that's universal to everybody. So like, what what else are we trying to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, I know. mean? Like. So there's yeah. nothing to do. So get on with it. And that's why I just. I don't take my job seriously. I don't care. But you I, do, though. Like, that's why you get so mad well, about it. You do take it seriously. And I do, too. I'm not saying that in judgment of you because I do it, too, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, that's, if you didn't take it seriously, you just wouldn't get mad. Yeah, you're, you're right. That's fair. <laughs> Nancy Lana. Brad will change his name and make us all sign it in. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't joke, wait, man. man. That's such a great joke. That is so well freaking done. good. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not changing my name. I swear to God. Winnie, How about Krishna? Krishna Das? <laughs> That's already done. Is it Krishna Das? Yeah, there's already one of his followers was named okay. Krishna Das. Well, I'm not changing my fucking... Fucking stop can, it. Can we do... Um, I'm not an enlightened person. I'm not even close. I have... Like, just yeah. stop. Uh, Michael. I'm finding something that works for me right now. No. And so I'm happy with that, so... And you're holding and it you're loose. And you're going to fucking hear And you're it. holding it loosely. Yeah, you're going to fucking hear about it because that's where I'm at right I now. I love it. I always talk about my... If you don't like it, get your own I always talk about podcast. my beliefs being fluid back when I was a, you know, late in my... You're yeah, but they really what? weren't. I, I yeah, mean, no, they were. No, at that point, they, towards the end of my ministry, they definitely were. I mean, I still... That was There were still some things that I held on to pretty... There were, but but it was certainly... Uh, there was a lot more fluid things. Bubby Doss. That's it. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it, Bubby Doss. Why is Logan so good at this? Bobby Doss. That's it. <laughs> Fuck That's, yes. That is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That is so funny. Oh, God. Anyway, what were we talking about? Um, okay. Tia says, I mean, instead uh, of reacting to someone, step back and see your a character in someone else's internal movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But that's, I mean, that, once again, that sounds so easy to do, but fucking hell, man. In the moment, I'm hardly ever able to step outside of the moment and just look, be able to look at it as a movie. Yeah. Or a story or a journey. Like, do you just look at it and go, yeah, that's, that's what I would do. Uh (laughs) That's what that guy would do. Yeah. Yeah. He'd get depressed over that or sad or. Angry, isn't it? Isn't it is happy? It, is it Samwise that says something along the people who are in great stories didn't know they were in great <laughs> yeah. stories? No, lick my butthole, Frodo. <laughs> I don't think he said potatoes. Boy, the match. No, I'm pretty sure it's in the extended edition of the book. Lick my butthole, Frodo. Extended edition of the book. God, I even had a point and you shit all over it. Sorry. Fuck off. Sorry, yeah, I did figure God. out. So I did do the thing that I told you I figured out how to do. If that. you drop the form of being a dick, man, I got to be really <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> That's my favorite form, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did do the thing that I told you I figured out how to do. It's on the screen now if you'd like to take a look at you on the screen. On what? He changed my name to Bobby Toss. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I mean, Sam Wise says something like that. The people that are in the stories don't know they're in the stories. Yeah. And so it's, oh, it's, okay. It, I remember that. I remember it's what. It's kind yeah, of a yeah. lot. Josh, will, I'm sure I'll get it. No, I, get I know what you're tomorrow. talking yeah, about. Yeah, what kind of story have I fallen, fallen into? Yeah. You, yeah. Just, you don't know. I read that in a John Eldridge book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I shit you not. The book was epic. It was actually not a terrible book. Oh, my book. God, that fucking I did guy. love that book, though. Which one? The Sacred Romance? Epic. Or Wild- we epic. all fucking did. Epic. Although I hated Wild at Heart. I don't remember. Wild I remember Heart, reading I Wild at Heart and going, mm, yeah, I don't know. I liked, I liked Epic because of the movie references in it. So I'm sure it's shit. 
Don't worry. <laughs> we should have a series where we go back and reread shit that we read back in the day. Oh, dude. And talk about that. Epic was like, uh, we should totally. Club. Dude, we should totally do that. I don't remember Shh. Epic. It was, it was a very. If you want to keep book. me on this podcast, we'll do this at some point. Okay. <laughs> Just start reading it's like called shitty book club, old shitty books that we used to read, and see how we would inter- even ones that maybe we loved yeah. back in the day. Well, and see how they hold up. Somebody was floating around the idea of doing a left behind book club. Ooh, where we, boy. I never read them. I did. I, I got never through, did either. Yeah, you six. were into them for a while. Well, I, I got through like six of them, and then it was like, oh, we're gonna do twelve of these. I'm like, yeah, we're not. I'm done. <laughs> you might be. You might be. All right, I think we're done. Yeah. Somehow they all got downloaded onto my Kindle. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. <laughs> That'd be a great prank. You guys should write to us like, if you want to name Amazon. any name some old uh, evangelical books that you want us to review. Oh man, Wild at Heart! Totally do. Wild at Heart would be good. Sacred um, Romance. God, was Wild at Heart was a turn. Oh man, anything by John C. Maxwell. It's like, what was this written by? Like, oh, the uh, Twenty One Laws of Irrefutable Leadership, or whatever. <laughs> was oh, John yeah. Eldridge, the Andrew Tate of our generation, <laughs> <laughs> the Andrew Tate of the evangelical world. <laughs> Case for Christ. I saw John Maxwell live. Oh, mm. Case for Christ would be a great one. I ate oh, that book. Oh. That and Case for Faith. I read both of those. A mere Christianity. Once again, yeah. those books are about nothing but a form. Uh huh. Let's read this the is why the, This is why the form is. I this screw tape would hold up. A this is bit. why the form I mean, as as a, is as a, correct. As a book would go. As a piece of literature. What about mere Christianity? No. No, that no. I you, I've never made it. That book sucks. I have never I loved it. It's pretty dude, thick. I hated it. Even because I didn't really read that until I was already sort of deconstructing. I was like, this is just outdated nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Like these arguments yeah. are just outdated. They're just shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, send in book ideas. We might do that. I mean, how long would it take to read Case for Christ? I think it'd be hilarious. I don't. I don't want to spend a whole. I mean, I, think I don't want to do things whole, where like we grab a chapter or something. A chapter, each. Yeah. sure. You know, instead yeah, of the colon, do yeah, a absolutely. Um, oh, we yeah, we got to do this. It was apologetics, dry humping. Case yeah, passwords, apologetics. That's what we'll call them. Oh my god, hey, yes, <laughs> with an X at the end. Yeah. All right, hashtag. I got a few. Hashtag uh, cooking beef in a microwave. <laughs> hashtag evangelicals for meth. Hashtag Dumbo's forming a union. <laughs> hashtag eat some peanuts and kick some ass. Hashtag middle-aged sex pest. <laughs> oh, God. Hashtag elephants to cuckold. Hashtag wow. somebody hit it and quit it. <laughs> hashtag I'd recycle that. <laughs> and then hashtag lick my butthole, Frodo. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's not as good as lick my clit, Andy. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, what is, is that, that from Toy Story? I wish you guys could have seen the, the look Beth just yeah. gave me. She was so disappointed. <laughs> I'm sorry I disappointed you, Beth. Uh, uh, hashtag uh, Hanumomo the monkey god. No, it's Hanuman, not Hanumomo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I couldn't remember what you said. Hanumomo. I like that better. <laughs> Someone was on Delta it's, Flight 18. Cl- yeah, it's, I was. It's Clifford's Indian cousin, <laughs> Hanumomo. Oh, my God. 
Get me off this I podcast. Love, I've got Hanu Momo as, love, as a late entry. I love Hanu Momo, though. That's a lot better. Um, Jesus Christ. Hanu Momo. Yeah, but at least nobody died. <laughs> Yet. And approach. Oh, shit. Uh, hashtag, you look, like the, <laughs> you look like the porn we used to watch in high school. <laughs> Except you don't have a soul patch. <laughs> Hashtag, he's on the Chipotle. Oh, this is Matt live from Instant Messenger. He said, <laughs> "Wait, what? The corn guy? He's, he's on the Chipotle. <laughs> he's on the Chipotle TikTok." Quit exploiting the kid, Jesus Christ! Uh, ha- hashtag, all I'm saying is, welcome to the family. That's what you said to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hashtag evangelicals for math. Hashtag he sucked Louis Giglio's dick. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, God. Uh, hashtag tell your therapist I said hi. <laughs> hashtag turtleback moms were wild. And then hashtag someone hit it and quit it. It's got to be that. Michael, what? I said, uh, <laughs> I gotta look at a clinched asshole. <laughs> it's my sticker on my computer. Oh, I gotta look at it cl- <laughs> uh, with legs wide open. Under the sun, with legs wide open. This place, I'll show you. Uh, Everything. <laughs> <laughs> you put your foot up on the amp. <laughs> That guitarist. Cooking yeah. beef in a microwave. <laughs> uh, talking That's... about Chong. <laughs> Evangelicals for meth. And du- oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, Dumbo's forming a union. I, like, man, Evangelicals for meth is pretty good. I've been blessed, man. <laughs> I've been blessed. This thing made it all through summer. She says while scratching a third hole in her cheek. <laughs> Why do you have two mouths? <laughs> it's either it's got to be either someone hit it or quit it, or turtleback moms were wild. Oh my! Okay, I like somebody hit it and quit it. We don't want to do <laughs> the Louis Giglio one. <laughs> Just pick one. I don't give a or fuck. He, or uh, he cooked hamburger. The microwave oh, is pretty good man. too. I don't know. Handy Momo is pretty good. <laughs> Sounds like an Indian cartoon. <laughs> Momo the monkey god. Hanu Momo. He's like a little mischievous monkey god. <laughs> I don't want to say what I'm thinking. <laughs> Someone oh. hit it or quit it. Someone hit it and quit sure. it. Sure. Somebody hit it and quit it. Somebody hit it and quit it. <laughs> All right. Well. If you've listened to this episode in its entirety, it ups up Holy on the social shit. media with the hashtag someone hit it and quit it. God, we're still in the 300s. 309. We can't get out of them. 309, this is the last one, guys. We had a good good 20 episodes in between 300. We did our 300th episode six months ago. I, I swear to God. It had to be. How did that <laughs> six happen? Six months ago. What was our live episode? What number was that? Was that 300? No. No, it was just Oh, right no, that was like 295 or something. We had a good round. So, uh, Thursday, I'm going to see Wu-Tang Clan. What? Did I not tell you that? With Justin no. Avery? He's got a free ticket. I didn't know they were still. Yeah, Wu-Tang with Nas, and apparently Busta Rhymes now. 
that's something. Boy, you do not belong there. My yeah. God. <laughs> I mean, if there is anybody that shouldn't be at that concert, you're the poster and child. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be twenty thousand white people, man. Yeah, it's in Indiana. <laughs> God damn, where are you seeing them, Deer Creek? That'll be a hipster fest. No. Fu- yeah, well, yeah, there'll be old guys. It'll there be a too. fucking hipster fest, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Shaved Pierce cock. God damn it, Shaved man. Pierce cock. I knew it was coming. I just get sucked. I love rimmit, sucking, swallowing. Love cum. Love piss. Love dirty boys who love getting freaky. God damn, man. Like, that is... Jesus. <laughs> that is horrible. It's the worst it's so fucking horrible. thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I just... How is that? Are we still recording? Yeah. God damn, man. That how is, is that? the worst thing I've ever heard. God damn. All right. Ending it now.